I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Do you know what I like? Oh, Chucky's gone, yeah. Oh, so Chucky's gone, but you know what? Skits is almost like. Skits is going, but you know what, yeah? It's like Skits is part of this. I swear down. Because you're like. It always. Like, you feel like one of the members, really. Like, no one was here last time, but you was here, so it felt like. You know what I mean? I did feel like I was still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Socks. You, you look at him. Yeah. Like, and you've been how many times now? Have you been here? About four Three, times? Four. Is it, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. We did a good one. Until the subject turns up. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, man. I know what I know what fits you. Trust me. Politics is mad. I'm not dumb. I'm <laughs> but it's smart, not your thing. If you want to be entertained, change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about sex, baby. Um. Hey. Well, yeah, we're here. Oh, are we in? Bear so back we're here. All day long. Nah, Bear back. nah man. <laughs> nah. Nah, do you know what? There's a funny conversation about that actually, but it's just not for today because I was watching um, Dave Chappelle's show, the um, not show, his stand-up thing on Netflix, and he talks on some interesting things that like it would have been sick to talk about on the last sick. Remember the episode that me, you, and Dan did, which was very I liked that episode, but it was funny. What did we speak good. about? We talked about um, Sex white movie. no um, whether white comedians can make black jokes. Oh, people kept sending me one thing that I said Who? that sounded kind of cool. Who did? I said something that sounded kind of legit, but <laughs> I didn't really think about it too much, but it sounded cool. Yeah. But you know what? Sometimes I come here and say shit and forget, and then someone sends me it, and I think, oh, shit, I said that. Sometimes I think, oh, shit, I said that, but I didn't even, like, I don't even think that no more. Sometimes poet will say something and no one Bro, oh my god! Do you know it's funny that you yeah, say that? Yeah, Do you know how much times, yeah, I'm edit like I'll just be sorting out the the, vo- the volumes and stuff like that on the yeah. podcast, yeah. And I go back and I catch a couple of things that poet said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this guy is, is mad, you know. They're singing <laughs> rich one. <laughs> oh, His brain, bro. His brain is nuts. Morgan's uh, here. Amazing. Morgan looks. Like I said to Morgan earlier, you look like you're down. You look like, you know, you don't seem like yourself, man. No, I'm good, man. And you're not even really, it's not even like you're a man with high energy like that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not really a man with high energy like that. But yeah, are you all right, bro? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. It's just a Sunday. I chill on Sundays, man. Yeah. It's like, I just, it's my day to like, 
process the week and work yeah. out what we're doing tomorrow and for the week forward. And it's been a big week, isn't it? It's been a busy one. He sounds like an industry though now. I can't even like He sounds like an office guy. Nah, he's not. He's got to his Twitter. He tweets too much to be oh, an office guy. Morgan, you just sound like an office guy you know right it is, now. Because I work with I, I work with with everyone that I work with works a nine to five. Yeah. Like labels and all that now. So it's like I'm constantly working Monday to Friday, even though I work Monday to Sunday. That's long. Technically. But we our work does does not stop. Never. No, I don't. Ty, what are you saying? I don't know. Your work definitely doesn't stop. I know. But I kind of want it to stop for a little bit. No, you don't. No, you you like it. Now. It's lit. No, it's I need lit. a break. I do do you a break. now? Yeah, a little wait, like a week off. I think you need, I think honestly, yeah, you need two holidays a year, man, when you do what we do. Yeah. Like, just to press reset. Like, I realised I hadn't gone on a holiday. Like, I've been abroad, mm. but your brain switched into work mode, isn't it? Yeah, 100. Yeah, so hard. mentally, you're not stopping, but you need a week or two twice a year I reckon where you just where your brain just you just switch it off I had two holidays but they both were fucked the first one I got cancelled and the second one I got into a bit of an altercation <laughs> oh yeah me, like, shit I forgot yeah, two yeah. and a half bags you what said two, that again I got like Wait, a what? two and a half bag fine what for in, in IB for it's a long story oh yeah I'll use that you know yeah. yeah I mean I would love to tell everyone but <laughs> I share so much of my life I think a couple of things I keep to myself two and a half Callum bags? is there some fine. information that you want to pass me no but that it is a lot of the stuff I wear is really nice. Can we it not does. actually? I don't even know if we ever spoke about this yet, but I don't think we should ever not bring this up. The fact that Poet actually came here one day. I don't know if he did this intentionally, but it was only until when I watched some of this back when I, I was realized the, Ribena. the man came to the podcast matching the Ribena. I was you so know that, but man used and to, not even not even just the, I swear, you see when yeah. man used to do productions and we yeah. said and the lightning bolts and like people would have the purple cat with a purple ravine on. But this wasn't doing. predictable. Like this was lit. You need to watch it back. It was yeah. It was it was the mango and lime one. It was a next thing. Or, or, the, next pi- or the pineapple it was one. Crazy. <laughs> the pineapple. It was completely one. by accident. I take no credit for it as well. Are oh, you did it by accident? Fully. Yeah, I'm not that. I'm not lit like that, man. I so just, what, did you go into the shop and or did someone make a joke and say, right, how's man look like a Ribena? And then you no, I like the Ribena. And it's only when I got it and I sat down and I was looking at the Ribena and I looked at me, I was like, rah, twins, mad thing. That's man lit. came dressed like that. Um, Callum, how are you? You ain't got a mic there, have you? I'm good, though. Good, you're going on holiday tomorrow. No, not holiday, work. Work. Where oh. you going? Pineapple. To work, work like, my ass. Whatever, man. Oh, now you got. Shit. He's got a missus. He's got a missus now. Still, so yeah. is she coming with you? No, it, I'm going. It, wait, wait. wait. Is your missus going to Iron Apple with oh. you? Okay. Can I ask your question. Yeah. What are you going to film in Iron Apple for a week? Cypress Break. It's like a week long festival. So you're going to film a festival. There's artists yeah. there in that as well. Still. Yeah. So you're going to film a festival for a week. Yeah, but it's one of them. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what about. It's not really like an actual festival. It's just a bunch <laughs> of events grouped together, spaced over a week. They just call it a festival to make it sound nice. So you're not going for a festival, but you're going for a festival, and you're it takes over a week. Five festivals. <laughs> five festivals. <laughs> 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 I'm like Jaru set this up. So fire festival. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. Can't complain. Things are decent over here. Oh, sorry. How are you, Chucky? Yeah, how are you, Chucky? <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. You know what I mean? Can't complain. A man Things. asked himself and answered. Someone has to. I'm here always That's asking right. people how they are. You know what I mean? Sometimes someone's got to ask me how I am. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's all right, but I'm not going to talk about that today. Oh. That's that's a conversation for another day still. 
But yeah, do you know what? Firstly, I want to start today <laughs> off by um, um, I just want to just send some well wishes to Terra Danger. Hundred. Um, big up to Terra Danger. Hope hope he pulls through whatever it is that he's going through and stuff like that. So I just want to send some love and energy to him. Um, also as well, speedy recovery to Mist as well. Had that little situation in what country was he in? Portugal. 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 Um, it's mad because you know what? Right now, we got a lot of people from here that are doing very well in their lives, and obviously, with doing very well and being financial and have having a lot of bankrolls financially, sometimes you know you want to buy and flex and be able to just go and just do your thing, and you'd love to be able to just live in a world where you could just buy what you want, move however you want, and and no one troubles you. But the reality is, is that now, I feel like there's going to be a. I feel like there's a few of our artists now that have become targets to some of these things. So I just hope that, you know, no one ever gets hurt in that. I know Fredo had the same situation. I don't know if you know, when Fredo was in um, IB for or something like that, he woke yeah, up he and saw IB people for, in the yeah, bush. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He like, woke, him he, and his dons woke up. Two guys were coming around his villa trying to look like they were trying to get in or something. Yeah. It's mad. Yeah. It's mad. So yeah, Jesus man. Jesus Christ. Exactly, bro. And that's terrible. You know, like, okay, look, it's one thing when you're in your house, even that's terrifying. Because when you're in the comfort of your own home and you're there every day, it's like the same sort of thing all of the time. You just, because you're there all of the time, you don't really expect anyone to come and just boot off your door and try and come and take your things or whatever it is. But to be in another country and you're vulnerable anyway, and then to wake up and see people in a bush or someone's trying to get you or whatever is like has to be extra frightening. Do you know what I mean? So I just hope like, you know what I mean? Everyone can just move a little vigilantly and I'm not really a religious man like that. So I can't really say, oh, you know, pray to this person and do it. whatever it is that you'd like to do, do that. But yeah, I just hope that everyone stays safe. You know what I mean? Trust me, man, that's all long. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But listen, no, there's a lot of music to discuss. I feel like we ain't had conversation about music in a minute. I'm listening to some decent projects at the moment, in fact. Firstly, on an R&B tip, Snow Allegra, yeah. I know that she's not from here, but I don't know if you've listened to that project, yeah. Banging. She's got a song called Whoa. Oh my God. Gets, and it's cool. I think the project's something like Art um, In My Feels Again or something like that. That project most definitely gets me in my feels. It makes me want to fall deeply in love. Alright, so obviously mine's a Snow Allegra fan, she's Swedish. Of course. So I've been on Snow Allegra for a while. Time. Yeah. And then like she got bust because of that song Time. Um Drake mm. sampled it and um, one of his projects. I think it was Time. Or there was a song that he sampled anyway on one of his projects and then she kinda blew up. So saying in her feels again, because of previous projects she was in her feels. Yeah. And it's yeah, a proper, yeah. I can't lie to you. Like when she does her thing properly, she's bad. Bro, isn't it? she's bad with it. She's yeah, oh no, it's all oh, these feels it. again. That's what it's called, bro. I've got better music on my phone. I can't Serious? even lie. It's so mad, bro. How I even like was in. Oh, it's so fucked. I thought she was so lit. Like I thought, amazing looking girl, very talented, proper lit person. And she's Swedish. Two twos, and she's Swedish. But man just rates her like for music and all mm, of that, yeah, and yeah. just like that. When I move, you move. So boom, man's gone to America. And I've met this guy, he's bare lit. I'm like, oh, you're such a cool guy, rare, rare, rare. I was thinking, boy, man, he's just so cool. I wonder who his girlfriend is. It's Snow Allegra. Mad. Mad thing. So, oh, so the feels are about him? 
big man, I'm not trying to... Shout out to him. Because um, a lot of the feels that she's feeling is good feels as well. They're not bad feels. I'm not going to say the names or anything like that. I'm done with that type of stuff. Um, but what was so, so mad was the fact that I felt like I followed this person. Like, yeah. I'm following Snow Allegra. I'm liking her pictures. These times, I'm bare close with the boyfriend now. I had to unfollow. Oh, for real? Yeah, I had to unfollow. I felt bad for her. I felt yeah. like, oh, I can't just look at you, looking at your girlfriend and pretending that, like, I didn't look at her when I'm around you and stuff like that. And then, you know, the ones where you might just be on your so phone. have you met her in person as well? Yeah, I met her, like, last year, I think. So, okay, I know that he's your guy and all of that, yeah. But aside from that, is she, like, in real life, is it, like, is it a movie? No, she's a beautiful girl. Like, she's a no, beautiful she's girl. No, she's a beautiful girl. She's a beautiful girl. No, I don't want to be disrespectful. I even went to She looks Chris. And the way that she talks as well, I love her accent. She used to live in London for a little while, I heard as well. Is it? Yeah, she lived in London for a I can't lie to you, there's better Chris girls in Sweden. I've never been. Sweden is a mad thing. Serious. That's crazy, bro. That's top three shows that Western have done out there. Like, lit. Oh, I know. Lit. Yeah, I keep keep hearing the shows. Stockholm, Malmo. Stockholm. Offenberg. I heard about you lot in Stockholm. It's mad. Serious. They were moving like when it was Drake or something. I swear mad. to God. Fighting to like, I'm there anyway. <laughs> Serious? <laughs> yeah, it's mad. Do you know what though? And you know what it is about, do you know what it is about um, Sweden as well, yeah? Is that mm. enough of my brethren? See like when somebody announced a tour, tour date, like a European tour date, yeah? Mm. Enough of my brethren always go to the Sweden one. Do you want to know they why? They always go. Listen. Tory lanes. I me, know Bear Man went to that. Me, Taser Black, JC. Oh, he's always out there as well, that man. Yeah, Taser knows why. Taser knows. <laughs> I, I introduced Taser to a really nice life with some really nice people that he would have met anyway because he's a really good guy. Yes, of course. But we need I to bring I Taser back the one process. Day, actually, but he can tell you about one time. It's actually at the start of one of my videos, actually, my Viber videos in Stockholm. There's like some GoPro footage of us in, a, in an apartment. There was like three of us and so many girls. And then you went to the club and... I mean, you're already with like eight women who are quite attractive. You then go to a club and you leave them eight women. Oh, it's shit. that man. Me, personally, I was with nobody. But everybody else... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> everyone else is doing their thing and I'm rating it. I'm just a spectator more time. You know what? I've got to go, man. I've been to so many different places and man's never been there and I keep hearing... And you know what it is? It's like... What I, what is the interesting thing about Sweden is just the, just literally the correlation between like that and music because that is a thing that I always seem to hear the two together, Sweden music and obviously women in that as well. But I always hear about like the shows, you know what I mean? Like people are talking about how the lit the show is or how sick the vibe is out there, the clubs and shit like that. Obviously, it's cold when it's cold. I heard, I heard everything you've cold. mentioned has women. That's all people are talking about. Don't listen to them about how lit this and don't listen to Morgan as well. It's just women. It's like four women to one man. Why like, is it like that? Because a lot of the Vikings and the people from back in the day, from what I've read, they just went to certain places in England, like Newcastle and all of that, killed a lot of guys, took the best looking women, went over to Scandinavia and just dropped most of them there. Callum, can you confirm? Uh, You're racist. All right, well, find <laughs> when you can, let us know. But I know there's some truth in what I'm saying somewhere. So that's the reason why the women are so beautiful, mm. which is really, really horrible of them. Well, shout out to them anyway. Mm. The other one that I'm really in at the moment right now is Blade Brown's <sighs> thing. Are you lot bumping that? I haven't listened Bam. to no new project. Not one. 
You haven't listened to no new to no new projects. Oh fuck it now, bro. This is gonna be a difficult conversation. I imagine so. Yeah, but I thought I'd be honest to tell you. Still have a take. But Blade Brown's thing. Have you listened to it? Yeah, I've given it. I've given it twice over still. A twice over. Yeah. What I ain't taken mean? that much music in because I've been because I've been working on the Western project for the last <clears> however many months. I've really just been immerse yourself in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like that's me with our last project yeah, as well. I but um, I tried to take I took in Blade because I'll, I'll just always have time for Blade. Yeah, a Blade project because they come around however many years apart, and you just got to take it in. Do you know what? What um, one thing I noticed about Blade's project this time around as well? Yeah, is how gritty it still was. But how cleaner it sounded, mm. like just in terms of like the mixes and stuff like that. Like, I think he's got like a new team around him and like people that have kind of shown him the importance of more like, of course. The visuals, the audio. Like, he's he's managed by Catalyst, Governor, yeah, Governor, yeah, yeah. Who manage? They manage Mist, Mist, Steel Bangles, Steel Bangles. Yeah, Michael Dapper. Um, Tom Zanetti yeah. and that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad he's got good management. Blade is so. He's about so to good. announce a show as well, but yeah, he's got like the songs that I proper like on there. He's got a song with Nux called Harrods, which is hard. The um, one with Fredo as well, No Lie, and Asco. It was kind of good to hear Asco pop it up. Maybe realize we'd be missing Asco. Yeah, you know? definitely. I'm driving. You know what it was? Yeah, so sad, I'm driving. Man. Blade's project is one of them projects where like I can't just. Oh yeah, the album's just come out. I'm just gonna listen to it in my yard. I gotta jump in my car, and and listen to it that way. It's that it's one of them type of projects for me, isn't it? So like, I'm not li- literally looking at the, the song titles or anything. I'm just hearing it how it flows together. And That's whatever. why I'm so confused because what day is it today? Sunday. Most of these projects came out on Friday. Like that is not enough time for me to take in projects. Yeah. Bro. Like that's not enough time for me no, to take um, in projects. No, Blaze didn't come out. Yeah, he's come out a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay, yeah, for real. Yeah, he's come out a couple weeks ago. Um. But yeah, bro, like, yeah. Anyway, just driving anyway yeah, and just listening and then like just hearing Asko's voice just pop up like that. Yeah, it definitely made me feel like, rah. Like, it's like you didn't realise you missed it and then when you heard him, you were like, I ain't heard like, a, like Asko in a sec. Yeah. It's sad, But bro, then right? it made me think as well, like, they've got a lot of the lit rappers locked up right now. Like yeah, a lot true. of them. Like there's a lack of that type of music right now. Like you got Lowski, uh, Sus, Ambush just came he out. Just came out. Yeah. Do you get me? But there was a period of time when they had a load if of them. That inside. was what you went to for music. Yeah. They, it wasn't coming out except for probably three. What is the issue though? Is it one foot in? The irony. Obviously not with talking about my man, but you know what I mean. Mm. It's like is it still one foot in the game, which is essentially put putting these like man them still being in a situation where they're vulnerable to go jail because. You know, I don't really know the in and outs of their situations. You know, I just hear about, I just think, oh, like, what happened to my man? I ain't heard my man in time. And then someone says he's in jail. And I'm like, why? Mm. What's going on? It's lit for him right now. There's big dough mm. happening out here. Like, well, it's a transition period, isn't it? Mm. There's a transition period of coming off the roads. Like, like there's, if you're making money or if you're doing what you're doing, it's going to be a transition period. Yeah. Coming off, you can't just come at. It's gonna be hard to just come off straight away. Yeah, so, it's kind of. Um, I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of any of the cases or any, why any of them are really in jail. But I just assume, isn't it? Sometimes yeah. it's not even transition. Sometimes, man. Sometimes it's just lifestyle. 
So sometimes you're never really involved like that anyway, but due to the fact that it's part of your lifestyle in some capacity, whether it be friendship circles, mm. whether it be you move in certain circles where that happens, so you're just guilty by association. Mm. Sometimes that can just fuck you over as well. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I feel sorry for a lot of the rappers that we did mention that, yeah, you know, yeah, going inside. Hopefully that so- sometimes though, sometimes for some people, it's everything that they need for them to come back out and for it to just not happen again. Like... I say that because like a the, wake up call yeah so like say like see like Tion Wayne mm. I'd be really surprised if he goes back to jail mm. again this time like he's so it's I know that sometimes some things are just hard in it like when you're around certain people certain things happen blah blah blah, blah you can get caught up in it or whatnot. but he went to jail as he was lit mm. then he's come out of jail and look how super duper lit he is right now mm. his life is like my man sold out um, Brixton and he hasn't even got a project out yet, you know? Yeah. Quick. He signed a what? Yeah, I saw him sign a contract today. I don't know what it was, but he was signing something. Yeah. The yeah. thing is, Chuck, you know what's so sad what you just said? It might be the mixtape. It wouldn't surprise me. I wouldn't be surprised if any of these guys went back to prison. Yeah. It's the reason why I love Blade so much because Blade disappears for a long period of time and seems to live and comes back and delivers a project. Love so it. that's why it's like, I'll take a little bit of time before I even get into a Blade project or before I even listen to it because... The amount of time he's taken to prepare it, yeah. I kind of feel like I'm going to have this project for a little while anyway. Yeah, yeah. So when it comes to Blade projects, I always take my yeah, time I can't to listen, listen to, to I can't always listen to things straight away. Again, no, that's I a can't. project that I have to listen. That him, he is a person I have to listen in a, at a certain time. Yes, 100%. The driving around thing for me is perfect to listen to a project like that. And it's perfect for me this week. I'm going to, like, I'm flying away a couple times this week. So that's perfect for me to just get my you might project wanna, I'm not going to lie. You might listen to that project and might want to smuggle something. No. You <laughs> might want to put something. For listen, you, big man. You might want to put something in your bag. No. no. Which country are you going to? Uh, Colombia. If you go into Colombia, if you <laughs> if you're gonna to go Blade, to Colombia, bro, <laughs> if you're going Colombia, bro, poet might be on the shade borough. Big After man, you, you have back. to speak for yourself because Doug, everyone knows I'm on Shade Borough for that. I am way too frightened. I say that on my chest. <laughs> I said it with chest. I am petrified of that shit. I don't want to be nowhere near no drugs at an airport. Scrap that. I don't even want to be in the pharmacy in the airport. I'm not on it, cuz. Sometimes I smile when I go to the airport. I know I'm not involved in anything like that now. But like, I'll go to the airport. <laughs> oh, I'll feel like. Let me just quickly get my food. That's cool. I'll go. I feel like, oh, did I? Uh, when I'm going through checking, I think, oh, did I leave the thing at? Did I leave the thing in my yard? Then I think, why am I thinking like that? I don't have. I, this is not the life I live. Like I don't what have do you nothing mean, you in my. Think that every now and then? Yeah, every now and then, when I'm really? at the airport, I'll still I'll think in my head. Shit, have I? Did I? Who? What did I? My bag. And then I think, what ah. am I talking about? Like, what is like? It's mad, bro. That's but yeah, of course. Nah, life's good. But nah, I can't. I can't lie to you. Listening to the Blade, the Blade Project made me feel like I want to go and fucking pick up a box of something and and just have it in my yard. A lot of man say that. A lot of man say that. So bro, I feel like, bro, I could have rang my neck and said, you know what? Yeah, let me get this. And then I would have ended up having it and not even moving it because I don't even know anyone to move it to now. But that's how it made me feel. Anyway, what else? I know Poet's gone. Um, I just want to get to all of the other little things that I'm listening to before I get into the main things. Oh, Rex dropped a song just recently. Was it Mummy's Boy? Mm. 
You know what it is, yeah? I'll tell you something I really like about Wretch. Is that I feel like I've watched Wretch and studied him for pretty much all, if not the beginning of his career, yeah? Mm. And I'm always learning something about him still. Like, he's an artist that I will always learn because he... he He's always got something to say. There's always something going on. And that's natural because, you know, with somebody who raps like that, of course you're going to experience certain things and you can just put it in your music and just talk about it or whatever or make a project about it. But like, it's like from a fan's point of view, it always feels nice that I'm learning something from one of my favourite artists. I could know this person. I speak to Rich. I haven't spoken to him for a little while now, but it's just like, it's a good taster to know that like he's he's about to drop a project and he's got something to say. Mm. He's been away, he's felt something. He's look at his hair. <laughs> he's looking like a proper raster man. I'm just talking about Rich. Yeah. I was just saying that like it feels good to know that I've been I've been watching him for damn near all of his career. Yeah? And it, it just feels sick that like I'm still learning things about him. And that's natural because he's he's a man and like he's a father and you know he's got all of these situations going on. What's that there? German Dunno Kebab. Blur that out because, you know what I mean? Free promotion into that joke. But, um... <laughs> but Rich, but, yeah. Rich and, like, Gets and Scorcher, the movement, they were the first, like, grime artists that I felt when I listened to their projects, I was hearing about it. I was understanding a lot about their life from their relationships to their relationships with their children. And like different feet, like different aspects. It was the first time I'd heard that on Graham. Mm. Maybe Dizzy was like a little, like Boy in the Corner was quite in depth about his life, but not so much. Yeah. More kind of the more heartfelt, emotional side. Yeah. And they've always been doing that from like. They did. From from the first mixtapes, Teacher's Mm. Training Day and. What was it for? Learn from my mixtape. Learn from my mixtape. Yeah. And like simply the best. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Scorch's, Scorch's second one that was cold. Um, um, I've got that actually. Was it Concrete Jungle or something like that? Was it Concrete Jungle? Yeah, it might have been with Sam Pit. That was the intro. Do you remember that? From Scorcher, yeah. I was thinking about Scorch, Scorcher before that. I was thinking about that cold blooded days when Scorcher was doing just raves and yeah, sets yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. That man have been around for so 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 long. Bashy was like that to be Bashy fair. His yeah, projects yeah, were like very in depth and suck your mum volume yeah. one. <laughs> Bro, yeah, exactly. Um, the chopper chops. We always talk about the chops. We always talk about the chopper chops. Mixer. That's an absolute classic. You know, do you know what they need to do? Do you know what ransom day... two? That's what they need to do. Oh yeah, they need to do that as well. That will never happen though. One day, I tell you, you know, what we need to do one day, which would be fun. Yeah, we should pick like an old mixtape, like an old project from an artist. Yeah, mm. who would was telling some form of stories, and like we should just go through it. We should just play it and just like just go through it and talk about it and just reminisce about it because obviously life for us was very different at that time too but it would just always it'd just be fun to just think about like how we thought about it at the time and how it sounds today how it's aged and just even what they were talking about and how they've changed I think that would make a sick conversation to be honest I'm gonna get you some of the old um, there was like some G Dreamer G-Hop CDs nah so there was this yeah there's something called G-Hop and they used to make CDs of like the best UK music is it? Yeah, and I'm talking, this is 2004, 2005, my brother will know. Have I'm you still got some? C- I've still got some of the CDs, I'll bring them in. And if you review some of the, like, Mashtown tunes that were coming out back in the day. Yeah. What? Fam. No, I'm heading out. All right, no, I don't know what you're about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But it's best I leave you, fam. Tricky marks. They man was AJ, so, so cold, sick to bro. see Tricky do his. Do you know what I'm mean? telling I'm so you, bro. Happy bro. For Tricky, bro. Like, he's made for it as well, bro. I he's swear, amazing. Like, he's yeah, he's made for it, bro. I'm gonna definitely. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get him here. He did a good. They had a good conversation with um, with um. Hypo. Hypo. I ain't watched it. Really good, you know. It's good. You know what it is as well. It's like maybe this is something to speak to him about, like. But I think it's kind of sick to see a little bit. I know not everyone may agree with this or whatever, but like just how um, Hypo's personality has sort of like moved into like a lane of wanting to have have a good time. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you can see it. Do you get what I'm saying? Like he wants to have a good time. Of course, he naturally has a thing where it's like, it could be that. Like let's never get that twisted. It could be that. But I'm out. I'm out. I'm out here having a good time. It's lit. I'm with these man. Like I'm, like, you. Can't there's like. There's forever, not so man. much of a. There's still a divide, but there's not so much of a wide divide in terms of the older artists. Like you start seeing them hanging around together a little bit more. Do you know what I mean? They're fucking going out and buying expensive stuff. I'm gonna talk about this a little bit later on as well. Yeah. I know that like depending on your mindset and how you see things, you can look at certain things and see it as pocket watching, but. For me, yeah, when I see certain artists doing certain things from a financial position, it's inspiring to me. I love it. I love hearing when an artist stunts a little bit on a, on a song and I know that he's telling the truth. Mm. The reason why I love it so much is because I know it wasn't always like that. I know like for some of the young bucks, like it literally looks like it's just kind of been like that because they're looking at everyone shining and that. Before, I say this all of the time, Everyone was just doing this because it was just fun. Most people that like, or or a way out, or a way out, but most people are looking at people from across the seas as stunters and driving the big whips with the chains and all of that type of stuff. Now it's the man them. And I, fu- listen, I love it. I might not love all of the music, that's natural. But I love seeing a man when he, I love seeing Lethal be driving around in a Rolls Royce. Fam, I wouldn't like, you, that's not, I couldn't fathom that. A man driving around in a Rolls Royce. I couldn't personally. And that I might be why I love it so much. That's what that might be why I love it so much. Kano says in his in his new album, we'll talk about it, but when he said, um, you know, if you haven't got 80, don't ask me what my rate is. I love that. <laughs> like, that's not 80 pounds. <laughs> this is a lot of money. I remember when five grand I, I remember when five grand was big dough. To, for a show, yeah. big dough. Five grand. Five bro, grand. I remember when a man told me he got five bills for a set. I couldn't believe big. what I'm. Ma- five bills, a whole five hundred pounds. I'll take it deeper than that. I remember when a man told me he got two bills. Mad. What? Mad. Big dough. Mad. What you get? So so you're <laughs> getting two bills here, two bills there, two bills here, two bills there, and the next two bills, and that's our bag. Fam, you know some of them are all having two three shows a night. And they come back to me like, bro, I'm like, what? You made a grand five? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're doing your thing. Big though. Let the tax man know though. But yeah, you're doing yeah, your yeah, thing. Bro. I hear that still. Them times they amount, like a lot of men weren't doing the tax Come on. Thing. You know what I mean? But in hindsight, I guess it is like changing. Uh, it's all cash, isn't it? Back then you were just getting big cash. Those You still, artists are still getting that, right? Oh so yeah. Artists are still getting the big, like the cash things and that now. Come on. Come on. But there's so much big dough involved in it now is that like, it's like, cl- it seems like club PAs are just 
you're you're more likely to see a fucking Love Island than do a club PA in that now because the man them are too fucking expensive. Man, man can't just go, go to the club. Huh? For what? Man nah, can't go man. to the club now. It's hard to get nah, them. No, but in they're the paying club. people. Are, people are getting eight, ten, twelve for club appearances. What? what? See what I'm saying? I love <laughs> that. that. Then go to the club. Yeah, bro. Fifty like, cent. Find I'm me going in to it. the club for eight racks. What? Mad. Preston for A-Rex. Come My on, brother, bro. more time I'm going to the car, I'm spending about <laughs> at least a little 400 pounds. But it's that, you get your you get your money, you get your rider, you get everything paid hey, for, hey, your yeah. hotels, everything. So it's lit. Let yeah. them know, my brother. Yeah, what should I get my bro, hotel? That's normal now. Racks. That's normal now. Yeah, but it's not was getting me. five. <laughs> Mum was getting five or four racks for a festival. What? That's, I mean, and look, this is no disrespect to any artist that is getting four or five racks for a festival because that's still like... That's mad. That's, that's nice. That's still big dope. Come on. But right now, you want to get... If you're looking at a top tier, <laughs> what? You I know s- what some men are getting and I'm just like, what? Remember Geeks came here a couple of years ago or mm. whenever, a year and a half ago and said, ah, when he was talking, they used to oh, like... Oh, remember them times there, he goes, I was like, I've got a light, like 40 bags and that. And 50. 50? Yeah. And it was like, and he wanted it out. And I remember saying, look, like, keep that in because it is inspirational, though. Do you get what I'm saying? I know that you don't want to seem like you're stunting on man and all of that. And maybe I know taxes and all these type of things, too. But that, to me, that I find that shit mad inspirational. Well, when we were growing up, it was so solid that it was lit, innit? Lit. They were lit. They were lit. That's the, that's oh, the, th- like, Mega's the first person I remember thinking, right, like, you look like you're doing this, this like the Americans. Yes. Big diamond chains. I don't know if they were platinum, white, gold, whatever, but big diamond chain. It was like a conscious decision, like like a thing of like, we could do this too, though. Yeah. Like he was thinking in his head, no, okay, these men are coming in and doing all of that, but we can do that, though. Of course. He was doing it in a tracksuit with an Afro comb in his hair. Head. Let me tell you something. Mega Man might have been one of the first superheroes I saw as a black man from the UK on TV. The first superhero. Because you had people that were great and... But he was a superhero. Yeah, he was. He was like a, a full-blown he superhero. Was in, do you remember what he was wearing in Lisa Mafia video? Lisa Mafia video. The suit, the suit yeah, hair rollers. With the hair. Oh, had, yeah. Pajamas. Oh, my God. No, he had pajamas on. Yeah, Jacobs on as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And he it was did. only Americans that had Jacobs. That's all I saw on TV. When he when they started rocking Jacobs, I was like, nah. And he had the girls around him whilst yeah. he was getting... Bro, you see Chris my man? Powell, everything. He just fought different. He just fought bigger. Yeah. That, oh, my God. He just God. fought bigger. He just fought bigger. Even in his video, Ride With Us, yeah? My man was on the rooftop screaming out, why me? And yeah. they're just driving past and it's the Audi TTs. And yeah. I'm sorry, Mega Man, he just fought bigger. We should bring him in. I don't, think, well. anyone's, I don't think anyone's <coughs> done it like him, to be fair. No, no, done no. it how they done it. But it was a different time. It, he looked like a completely Daddy. different time. money and the budgets, yeah. it was a different yeah, time. Of he looked like Puff Daddy. He did. I was looking at this man. I remember when he pulled up. was spending six figures on videos and that. Yeah. Like, even the amount of money everyone's getting now, not a lot of people doing that. That was the time. That was a time when, like, you know, everyone was looking for like, well, the Americans anyway, in particular, were looking for the R and B budget. That was all around them time. But you know what? Yeah. And so to add, can I just say one thing about So Solid? Yeah. They had consistent top tier music for me. Mm. Like, you know, when I look at their back catalogue, mm. they have so many moments where I go, "That's why I even rated Mega Man even more." Like so much music. Yeah. Do you know what it was as well? They he was or they were really consistent in their branding. <sighs> like it, it was like everything has to represent this. All black. Do you get what I'm saying? Everything has to represent this. 
and we do it for this. Like it's bigger than just it being an individual. This is for this. And also showing people that you could do it too. You don't have to look over there. Yeah, like, yeah. This, you, this, this is what we do. I remember when Mega used to roll up in the TT at the under 18 when I was like a heavy in the under 18 scene and used to just pull up outside in the TT. And that's it, that's like when you said about the first superhero, that like that was like a superhero to me. A man that was outside in the, I think his one was green. He had the green TT. It was him or maybe Asher D had, because they all had TTs at one the point, didn't they? they all had TTs, it's nuts. That's mad. mad you know? Do you know, understand, you understand at that point as well, the TT was a mad thing. Yeah, but and then they got the Lexuses, is not it? I did that, I don't know. top Lexuses. And the taxman knew their name. Because I'm pretty sure on the album, on Ride With Us, he says Mega and the TT, but then in the video, they've it's changed it the Lexus. Lexus at that point, and they've changed the audio. Mad. But that was exciting. Is that fucking Mega, man? Yeah, nah. <laughs> what Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what jars me? Yeah, when people talk about Boy in the Corner and Home Sweet Home and all the classic, what the what classic UK albums, mm. they don't know So Solid is one hundred percent in there. One hundred million. People don't million. mention it though, because it's not like for, that's garage. It wasn't grime, innit? It was people so talk, solid. People it, almost talk about Dizzy Boy in the Corner. Is that what poet said? What do you mean? It was so solid. Because it, it was, was so solid, It fam. was garage, but it was like... It was their own When you look at some of the... It was different, no. So elements of it was different. When you look at Dilemma, that because that's the convers- that's the thing I always bring up. Mm. That rhythm, Dilemma, was not a garage rhythm. Right, but it's like it's like the transition from garage to grime. Yeah, so... Like, exactly. Oh, no. So, if you so really that, deep so it, oh, part, no, is a grime beat. Yeah. So that comes before No We and all of these songs. Mm. Yeah, really. but then they would mix it up and just but lick up. But then you've got Lisa Mafia on it with a melody, which makes it more garagey. Mm. But yeah. even, but this is why I say it's so solid, because then they'll just drop rap this and they'll get Oxide Neutrino and it'll be a gully video. That was a little bit, that's when they were transitioning into rap, innit? But the transitions happened throughout, because even like, because that was way before they done song, um, as I stand here. Like rap, this oh, was yeah. way before that. I just think Soul Solid was so solid. They was actually you, so solid. Because we say that, yeah, but Rap This as, as an instrumental, I'm sure Rap This was an instrumental first before it was even a song. Plus, look, they were, they were playing that on So Solid Sundays and barring on it. Well, then these men are just doing whatever. They just done whatever they wanted to do. Genuinely there was a few of them. There was a few of those rhythms that were like instrumentals before they were actually songs. I love so solid. But then that's also the same with like some of the early grime tunes and that as well. Like some of them were just instrumentals. Or Morgan might be right, you know. I heard I, I heard I love you as the instrumental before I heard the tune. So did I. But I'm saying Morgan might be right. I don't actually, when I'm thinking about it now, I don't really hear anyone talk talk about that album and say that was a, uh, you know, how or emphasise how much of a big moment that, that was. That is as yeah. big as Boy in the Corner. That was a yeah, massive yeah. moment. You're right. Massive people people might, actually might, don't mention the album. They mentioned them. It might be. It might be bigger. Like it sold more. It had more of it. It might have even had more of an impact at the time. There's no one that didn't have Soul Solid's album. Mm. No. Everyone went doing Soul Solid. Everyone. By the time Dizzy comes, it's grime and it's a little bit harder to take in. Like yeah. obviously we all we were into grime, innit? it? Yeah. But like for the outside world, it's a little bit more niche. Mm. Gar- Gar- remember, Garage was all top ten music at the time. At the same time, so So Solid's darker garage was still part of that. If So Solid was one man, maybe they'll talk about it more because you, you very yeah, rare, very rarely do you speak about. I always think groups always never really get the credit they deserve in mm. comparison to one sole figure, mm, and I don't know why true. that is. But I hear groups of individuals make very high quality music, 
But because there isn't one face behind it, because mm. back in the day, that's what you knew. You have a group and it would be one man that would be the face of the group, i.e. Mm. Beyonce or Justin Timberlake or NSYNC, so they'll just do well with it because that's the face of the group. Nowadays, you don't have a face of a group. The group mm. is actually more time a talented group of individuals that all kind of need each other. So it's like there's so many different faces for you to gravitate towards to. mm. with Dizzy Rascal. It's just Dizzy Rascal or yeah. Kano. It's just Kano. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, how can you have Nasty Crew with all of those elements and all those talented people, but it takes for someone to leave that group to be themselves, yeah. to propel? But in that group, there Nasty is so group, much... As a, Nasty Crew as a group was absolutely fucking get elite, out. bro. Too elite. Get out. Too elite, still. Right, get out. Yeah, they were like... Yeah, together, they were just... Yeah, it was mad. I just, I've got so much memories of, like, of just watching them and tapes that I had of them and, like... They're Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. They're Barcelona. Yeah, they were. Even like one time, just watching them at Freeze FM one time, ah, oh, bruv, these men on the microphone were just... <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, just before you can yeah. just talk about Nasiku quickly, before, uh, uh, while you swallow that, yeah. Ashley, Ashley was one of my favourites. Major favorites. pause, Sorry, brother. Thank you, bro. But uh, <laughs> Ashley was my favourite in So Solid, though, you know. I'm not going to lie to you. Actually, I just thought was fucking absolutely incredible. Scat D, Romo. Scat D was my guy. Yeah, Scat D was a bad boy on the microphone. But actually, D was just lit because then, God forgive me for saying this. Well, right, this is how ignorant I was when I was younger. Going prison was lit. Like, yeah, if you went prison, oh my God, you went prison. That's mad. So when he went prison, I didn't see him for time. And then I watched that video, as I stand here. And you know, it had like everyone doing the lyrics to the song. Yeah. Ashley D just came out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, I remember his that. I <laughs> went mad. It was like when Stone Cold came back and Undertaker came back and it was mad. It was a, these men were superheroes to me. Yeah, you don't were. understand. Super. If I saw somebody with this guy anywhere in London in a picture. Yeah. Cuz I don't know. I want to know how you got there. What did he smell? These men were superheroes to me. Definitely. And do you know what as well? Actually? Superheroes. That Asha D situation with him going in jail was the first time, obviously man was a young back then anyway, but that was like the first time where listening to him talk about that scenario and that situation in his life, yeah, made me really understand things a little bit better because, you know, he was on that thing of people think that I'm do I, I was rolling around with it on a thing of it's fun and I'm trying to intimidate everyone. Yo, I'm in the hood. People are coming for me every day. Yeah. I'm getting phone calls every day. I'm getting man threatening my life every single day. Pete yeah, London lit, was I'm, but I'm Pete here. Yeah. It was well. mad for man. Um, what was that club that was in um, Brixton? It's opposite. Um, it was opposite uh, uh, Brixton Electric, but I can't remember. It was like I a would proper never big have club. Been there. Oh. Um. Next to Brixton and that was in front of it, but it's not there anymore. Whoever's from Is there will know exactly what I'm talking about. Ice Club, or no, ice no, 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 no. But anyway, that was like a that was a um, that was a big club in that day, but it used to pop. What listen, I swear, there were some good dances there, but every after it was like war zone. Warzone, bro. And that's how most the thing is, I don't know whether I'm, I'm getting older or like when I was younger. This is just the way, it, I don't know what it is, but I know going to a rave back in the day, I used to leave 20 minutes before the end. And the thing is, if you stayed the extra 20 minutes, you could draw the nicest girls, but yeah, yeah. the the super bikes might turn up or yeah. someone might just get their trainer stepped on or you must, you might hear something. It was always a fight. 
Yeah, and it was like around them times as well. Some of them beefs were like mad fresh because a couple men had died and or been killed and that. So then you had like this area not getting on with that. But at the same time, with all of these areas not getting on, which is the same still today, but with all of these areas not getting on and their beef being like um, really fueling, yeah, and it becoming a super mad thing, the scene was still there. It was like it was, people still wanted to go out. People still wanted mm. to rave and shit. Garage, it was the end of Garage coming into grime. It was grime as well. It was Everyone mad was trying, exciting, to be there. man. Like, whether it, was, it was dangerous, but it was exciting at the same time. It was yeah. new music. It was like, do you get what I'm saying? I was like, crazy. The fact that I agree with you. At the, I like, know going to I was Pirate Radio, to yeah. Like, when we used to go to Pirate Radio, <sighs> like, you know it's dangerous. You know. Dangerous. Like, but you're there, innit? You're there. You're... Why? I was mentally ill. One day, do you know what? There's so oh, there's so many conversations having that. Even the, just talking about the the um, pirate radio stations being dangerous are bad things I could tell you from back in him. I used to roll with Nasty Jack. Nasty Jack listens to this sometimes. He's got stories, you know. Because uh, Nasty Jack here yeah, one time went at the top of the fucking um, the block here yeah, to change something or whatever, and then ended up there was a shooting or some shit like that, like. Man will risk in their life for this thing. And also on top of that, I remember a time when Bashi yeah, went on Freezer Femme and he started sending from, he started running his mouth. You know what Bashi's like as well? Yeah, when, in them days was there. so funny, man. He was on there running his mouth. And I was hearing about um, man just rolling up to the studio while he was in there and all of that stuff, trying to get him out and all of that. That was what you had to face at radio because you could go there and start sending for man and man might just turn up. Do you know what? Do you know, that's why I really, re- that's why I proper, 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 and to this day still do, fucked with Bashi. Because he wasn't in no hoodie. Donnie was in an Adidas tracksuit with a lollipop running his mouth. I you know said, what? I fucking You know Eddie, isn't it? Eddie, yeah, Eddie. Yeah. Eddie was at my house earlier and we were talking about Bashi and what he's achieved. I don't think there's many people that's achieved what he's achieved from from our scene, like from Grime, no. from r- Pirate Radio. At all. No. From like, where he's come from to where he is right now. I was now. sitting, I was watching, <sighs> I was it. watching, I was in LA and I was watching the Super Bowl. And then the program that came on after the Super Bowl was his, twen- the, like the premiere of his 24 series that he done. Okay. So I was in America watching the Super Bowl. Then they've left the TV on and everyone's just chatting and I've looked up and Bashi's there talking in an American accent I'm saying nah this is mad yeah bro proper because Pat Bashi went quiet for a sec as well I guess he was that's the stuff he that's, was and he this, was doing, do you know what's it? so ironic yeah that's Bashi's thing yeah Bashi's like before Bashi was just loud and was a bara and like one thing that people don't talk about when you're talking from a deeper point of view when you were talking about MC and then and that yeah was how good his clarity was mm. see with Bashi you heard every single word he wanted you to hear every single thing he was saying yeah but now it's like Bashi has got himself into a position where it's like I'm like I'm not loud but I'm what I'm doing is super Mental. incredibly yeah. insanely lit like it's just a completely in a different dimension just talking on the, him doing the 24 thing I think um, someone in particular um, an artist from here saw him in America and um, they saw Bashi and whatever and they was like, oh, right. Like, when he started chatting to him, he was talking in an American accent. 
but he was like method acting. Yeah, he was method okay. acting, and he was still in it, and it was like so. I'd, and I'd heard all of this stuff, and you always hear we spoke about it before. You always hear these conversations about method acting and Jim Carrey doing it. And yeah. you mentioned someone else, I can't remember. Jim Carrey's what I mentioned. That was just scary. Oh, okay. But like, oh yeah, what? Joker, yeah, but actually, because I saw it, I went to I filmed the behind the scenes stuff for, uh, at Top Boy, yeah, and I hadn't seen Bashi for ages. Mm. So when I got I got there in the morning. And as I've gone to see him, I've gone to embrace him, like proper hug him, like, raw, like, I ain't seen you for ages kind of thing. And he's kind of just sort of said hello, but he's just pushed me aside a little bit. And Kane, Kano's standing over there and he's looking at him like, like this is going to be a mad beef. And I'm like, what? I'm so confused. One, it's the morning. That's two, so I'm like, you good. two know each other. I know that you man go dinner together and all of this type of stuff. Then anyway, Kane started laughing. And then he was like, yeah, like for the whole time. Top boy, innit? Yeah. I said they're cousins and he was going to body him. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, for the whole time that they've been filming that, he's been in character. So I was watching That's this guy. So sick. Let me tell you something here. I was watching this guy. Got like, he jumped out of the car. And when he got there, he went into his trailer and he had like the mad swagger walk, whatever. Walked into his trailer, didn't see him. Couldn't really get, have a conversation with him. Then when it was time for him to go and shoot his bit, he's come out, he's bopped out on like he's on a mad thing. He's gone and done whatever, I didn't see it. Then he's come back like it's another mad thing. Then I'm having a conversation with like Kane and, and, and um, Ashley, yeah? Then he's come out again to do another bit, but he's looking at them as if to say, like, do, do, like, do you want it now? Like, if you want it now, let me know that you want it now. But them two just started laughing. They were just kind of like, he's, this is what he's done. This is how he's been doing his thing. This is how he's been the whole time. And it shows you how professional that this guy is and how he, like, like he proper embodies what it is that he's doing. Do you know what, though? It's, like, but it's sick to see. You saying that makes a lot of sense, though, because even, like, the way that your mum volume one and Chopper Chops was all packaged and you got Chopper Chops with the lollipop and like, he always took his things super seriously. He lived that as well. He was yeah. walking around with the lollipops. Yeah, literally. My brother, he, he done a dance sense. routine who wants to be a millionaire. Oi, no! Man are not doing dance routines if they're not taking this thing serious. Bashy, fam, he's the latest fam. He's actually one of the latest. He's had like one of the biggest clashes. He's had it. one of the biggest scenes in, biggest songs in the scene in Black Boys. Yeah. He's had some of the best freestyles in one of his free, um, F64 and um, flipping SBTV is legendary. Yeah. Bro, he's just lit. His verse in Young and Song the other day was fucking lit. His practice hours. His practice hours. Oh my. Bro, and now he's just acting and he's just taking over. Do you know what it is as Ashley well? Ashley Thomas, man. That's another thing because there's. Uh, I'm going to mention this as well is that like there's an element of. Uh, here it is. When I see. Um, when I was talking know? about artists stunting and stuff like that, yeah. I always do think about like Bashi's song Black Boys as well and I think right, oh. like this this is that like Black Boys up in this bitch that's how I see it when I see man f- living that life now and like do you know we'll get to that in a bit but let me just I don't know if you ever saw this because remember he used to always say oi nah is that Risky Rose? yeah it is yeah. He said, you won't see me doing the Harlem, Harlem shake. shake. You'll, You'll see, see me skanking. skanking. Yeah? He's got the green t-shirt on with the green chopper chops lollipop. 
What a fucking guy, bro. Fam, he's just a hero, man. Like you said, he took everything serious. He knew exactly... And do you know what it is? It seems like he knows exactly who he needs to be at every single part of his life. So mm. he may not fully know who he is. I don't know. I haven't had a conversation with him like that. But I'll tell you one thing. At any point in his life, he knows what's required for him, for what he needs to do in order to go to the next stage. And I proper respect people like that. Mm. I, I like to be around people like that because they can teach me so much more. Yeah, yeah definitely. He's lit, man. Definitely. Proper, proper Big up to Bashi. Now, obviously, I know this is super early. The only reason why this is a, even a conversation now mm. is because you're going away, Callum's going away, and the weekend after that, I might not Callum be around. Callum ain't going nowhere, fam. Callum's going south end, fam. He's lying, saying <laughs> so he's going to end up, fam. But I is might not be around. And footage I'm, right now. Yeah, yeah Callum's on job. Right he's, on, he's definitely on job still. Look at him. Look at my man. I don't even know Reese, Callum's out here, you know. What? He's a thing. He filmed our flipping E rap podcast. Over That's there. sick, by the way. I'm glad that you've got him doing that, but you're nah, doing I that every time. I didn't want but is it? Yeah. Oh no, I'm it. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even listening. Whatever, man. That could not. be saying some real mad shit about him. He'll see it anyway when he's ready. Yeah. But yeah, while I was away, I got, I still got to take in two projects. One in particular, I really got to take in um, Kano's project. Hoodies all summer, and what's funny about that is that when I listened to um, Made in the Manor, I remember I listened to that the day that it came out, and I listened to it a couple of times over, um, just laying down, just listening to just that whole vibe or whatever. And this time, when this came up, came out, um, I had free time, so I'd woke up, I was in Poland and stuff like that. And, and you know, what? I don't know if you lot are like this here, but sometimes I can't listen to certain projects when I'm in a different country because it's like. Sometimes it just doesn't really match the vibe. And it's a bit of a weird thing. Like, if I'm in America... Yeah, it's not weird. If I'm in America... If, like, say, if, if I was in America, I don't know if I'd have been able to listen to Made in America. I made, uh, made in a manner. Because I'm in New York, I'm just fucking on my maze, hard and shaky. Do you know? Yeah, I would listen. I could listen to that still. Uh, of course, because it's, it matches that vibe a little bit. You can listen to Skeptic in any country, but carry on. Yeah, that's, that's true. But I think I was in a different country when his last album came out. I didn't listen to it then. You probably chose not to, but that's another conversation. That's a conversation for another day. But yeah, listen, have you heard it, Morgs? I've listened to it once, you know. You listened to it once, yeah? Yeah. I'll tell you my observation on it. I thought it was a very, very interesting interesting project, yeah? I proper liked it, by the way. But there was a couple of things that I was really curious about, and I hope that he mentions them in the conversation that he's about to drop with Okala because he's about to drop a conversation with Okala. By the way, that's lit, by the way. I think like Okala would just be so good at having, like doing interviews or having conversations with certain types of artists. Mm -hmm. Like, and just, just, exactly. But just on top of that, just seeing like two artists that are very, that have something to say, have a conversation. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'm just, I love that type of stuff. So there's a couple of things that like, I know that comes out now, and always out now as as we speak here. But there's a few things that I'd like to know, but on a, just on a deeper level, the production, yeah. Honorable shout out to the producers on the project, yeah. He put out the who produced it, or who who the producers were on the album. But I was saying to myself, none of them were like any notable producers from like the grime scene or anything mm. like that. They were like uh, one producer in particular who'd like worked on like Garage Skank and a few other songs that he'd done in the past on that. But I'm like, surely he must have a producer's credit on this because to have those people working on it, yeah, and to to embody a 
nostalgic sound, but a proper forward thinking one at the same time. Of course. It feels like grown up grime. Yeah. Mm. It's like proper nostalgic, but very forward thinking. But of course, if you've got talented producers and they've listened to stuff before, whatever, or maybe they've done things that I'm not aware that they've done. Of course, you might listen to some things before and you might be able to recreate stuff and do your own sound with it or whatever because you're a talented producer. But it's just the sound on some of them, yeah. It's so down to the T, but so forward thinking at the same time. It's mad to me. But it's very sick. Very cohesive as well. But like, I wanted to ask you, who kind of start, who do you feel started that, that sound of, you know, like, the song starts a certain way and then it goes into something else. It goes into like another beat. Because I was thinking about this the other day. I'm going to say the first time I ever heard a project that was kind of like that was Thank Me Later. Because you know Drake had like... I feel like maybe Kanye before him, you know. And I feel like Timbaland and Missy before that. And then I feel like Teddy Riley, like the mm. early nineties. But do you know what, do you know what I mean? When working talking behind about. the scenes. Yeah, when the song sounds like two different when songs. When did 808 and Heartbreak come out? Uh, Teddy Riley was doing that. So like, no, there was like early projects like um, Pharrell talk, was talking um, By about, the way, I'm not talking about a single song. I'm talking about projects. Projects like that. Oh, they were, yeah. I can't think of projects like that. I know the, the people that flirted with it the most to the point where they sort of flirted with it but didn't really do it yeah. would be the Timberlands and the Missy Elliott yeah, to the point yeah. where they in music videos yeah. where they would just stop a song yeah. and put another song in there which kind of gave you that feel. Yeah, but that was, but that it that wasn't was almost part like of a, to show the, the B-side of, of the other song. No, no, song. I understand that. But what yeah. one thing it did let me see is just like raw. Like that actually, I it, saw, works. it worked to the point where that became a staple thing. That's when I... I think there'll be some examples of um, Timberland songs where it's seen, but I think I know what you're talking about as a, f- a full-on mm. project. I couldn't tell yeah. you who, but I remember like my dad's got some old school music from like the seventies, the eighties, where they've done things like that. But yeah, because I, I, I know like I know of like songs from before, like songs, but, but like not projects. projects. Yeah, and it's hard to do. It's hard yeah. to execute it like that and to make it so cohesive at the same time too. But like that was done sick as well. Like the way that some when of the did, stuff changes. Um, There's a song. Thank me later. Come out. Wait, Callum. Oh, he's editing. Um, Google it. Wait, I want to make sure that you I say this. Tear you jo- said thank me later. It's isn't the, it? the the one, yeah, in particular. You said thank me later, innit? Is it thank me later? Yeah? Or so far gone? No, the first one. Thank so me far later. gone. That was thank the mixtape. No, la- oh no, the thank first me. album. Thank me later. Yeah, so far gone. So that's 2010. Kanye definitely done it on 808s. So that's 2008. Okay. But I think we all can agree we don't get Drake without Kanye. That's true. So, and yeah. Drake doesn't exist in the same capacity without Kanye doing and Pharrell done. doing what they've done. And you know what? I'm using the wrong name. It's not Drake. I'm 40. Well, yeah. Yeah. So that's more what I mean. Okay. Drake has obviously probably has some. I reckon I don't, it's a collaborative I think it's, yeah. process. But it's, it? yeah, 40, and I think Drake would probably say, yeah, 40 is the, I put my trust in my man. He mm. creates the sound. I go in and I go and do my thing. Mm. But yeah, you're right. I think that probably both of them are very inspired by that. But there's just a few projects that I've listened to recently that has just made me think, oh, I wanted to ask you because your, your memory is good at like retaining yes. things. So I don't know why I can't, do you know, I need to go back and listen to a couple of them old school projects because I was really I in love well. with that that video concept idea, yeah. There are certain songs where it just sort of had elements of that on projects. Yeah. But for some strange reason, I just can't remember right now. Yeah. Um... Missy Elliott, 100%. She was crazy, fam. She was so forward thinking. 
There was the some people did that, like Fabulous done that, Lil Bow Wow done that. Where I'm to remember, I'm talking about for, projects for the music video. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. the first. Well, Michael the... Jackson was doing that. Yeah, yeah. Michael it's Jackson true. was doing that very regularly. It's true, it's true, it's true. Like that was a but yeah. That, the first that's pro- all. That's first been time. a thing for a long time. That's been a thing from like. From, from when early. I started watching music videos. Mm. But because the production on certain songs, no disrespect to some of them artists, the production doesn't take me mentally to another place. Mm. I never take too much time to indulge in it. The mm. production, not to say that it's not good, yeah. it just doesn't require the level of, well, for me anyway, I'm just listening to it and I'm not like, raw. that's mad production. That's either really soft or really... So when Missy Elliott and Timbaland about- were doing it, it's like I would go to their project because I would feel like the production there is so crazy. I wonder if you have elements of that in your tracks and they did. Yeah. I just can't remember because mm-hmm. my memory's not good anymore. When I was talking about um, the songs that had like, because you were talking about the grown up grand thing, yeah, he's got a song on there called um, Good Youths Walk Amongst Evil and it's got like, it sounds really, it sounds kind of dizzy-ish, like mm. dizzy production-ish. Do you know what I mean? Which is the nostalgic vibe but then it's like glossed over with the like a very forward thinking different sound and it's like Kano is an artist yeah who is a person who is able to come out with a project do some shit and then disappear uh-huh. he can go and disappear feel some things experience some things for a couple of years or whatever it may be and then come back and be able to express it all in the music i felt like it was so good to see that he came back not necessarily on a vibe of I'm going to do what is sick today, like what everyone is just on today. I'm just going to get some producers who I like, who I rate, help them, get them to create a sound. Mm -hmm. However they did it. I was trying to find like who would produce what and all of that stuff. But irrespective of that, he's done his thing. He's just done his own thing and created his own little sound for his project to just make it almost just exclusive to him, mm. which is super cold. Um, the I'm always, I'm a Jamaican, so I'm always gonna love the samples from Capleton, Sizzler, and even just in his own, even just in when he's like rap singing, like when Kano's rap singing on hooks, you could easily hear like a Gregory Isaac singing that. <laughs> like seriously, you take he's away the production, man. you take away the production, yeah? And you hear and just the lyrics and the way that he's delivering it, you could easily hear yeah, a yeah. Dennis Brown singing that a little bit with a bit more of a thing because they're singers, in it. But you can hear that. Mm. So I'm always gonna like that. He sampled. Um, he's been doing that since the first album. Stars Signs yeah. in Signs life. life and, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's got an interesting story about um, about the song that he did with um, Vibes, Vibes Cartel. Cartel. He yeah. told me. That when I heard like, about that story, when you told me that story, I was heartbroken. As much as he was heartbroken. Nah, it was it was a he well it was good. It was a good story still. It was because I think when before I started doing the podcast, obviously I was doing like these radio shows and just putting on SoundCloud and then I was like phoning artists and just ringing them and just finding out what they were up to. I used to call it phone check. And um Kano was one of them and we spoke for like fifteen minutes and like he just was telling a story about how the um song with Cartel came about and it was yeah, it was a funny story still. Um, boss it top, boss it top, boss it top. He's got a song, yeah, the song called Can't Hold Me Down. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say as well. That's the one with, that features Popcorn, yeah? Mm. And it, like, when you, as you get to that point, for me anyway, as I get to that point in the album, yeah, I hear a guy that seems, like, very reflective about how things used to be, but also really grateful for where he is today. 
And like, it would be good to hear this in the conversation that maybe he's done with um, Akala or maybe even someone else, yeah. But just the mentioning of like the parts of what was going on in his life at certain points, but then saying that 27, 28 and 29 were his lowest or his worst. What what albums did Kano do around that time, by the way? If Kano's thirty, if Kano's around 33, 34, mm. what was what what was he doing musically? At that what time? year Let me was have it? A look. Find out when "This Is the Girl That I Want" came out. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're wilding. Everyone knows how I feel about. I uh, know. Was that Method to the Madness? That was London Town, so that was two thousand and seven. It might have been like. It might have been 140 just Gram after... Street's not on Spotify. Nah. Why? I don't know. None of his mixtapes. He should put his mixtapes up. 140 on Gram Street. I bought that like three times. That's all original songs. Bro, there's a tune with Gets on that project, yeah? A Hunting Kano with Kano mixtapes were oh, cold. Oh my God. Hunting with Kano and Gets. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Because I beg anyone go listen to that tune there. <laughs> that tune there is absolute crud. Can it, is it still available to buy? What? 140 Gram Street. Check iTunes. Is it is it just not on streaming services? It's got to be on iTunes. It's got to be on iTunes. Cause it's always on iTunes. Thought, yeah. It has to be on iTunes. That's out of order if it's not on iTunes. Yeah, that like people, if you haven't heard that, you should definitely go and revisit that. 140 Gram Street is worth it. It was hard. Him and the, do you know what? We, I think we spoke about this before as well. Yeah, the combination between him and Getz is just fucking... It's ridiculous. It's mental. It's ridiculous. They're man are connected telepathically on some next thing. It's a bit unfair, fam. <laughs> they are, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, next it's like when you hear other people doing it, other people can pull it off. But not... It's just different when them two do Kano it. and Getz is Dwight York and Andy Cole when they're prime. We're talking Styles, Jada. It's just a whole nother stratosphere. Yeah. Them and are coming in on half bars and they're jumping in on threes and it's just all crazy over there. Yeah. I'm looking at this and I just don't know how this is happening. Yeah. I genuinely don't know how this is happening. And just when you think that it can't get any more interesting or then D-Double's on the hook and you're just like, oh, you know my what? God, I know. Forget it, fam. Yeah, it's mad. It's fam, mad. I love and hate Kano in the same breath. He's so lit, and I hate the fact that he can disappear for like seven years, come back and still be lit. That hurts. Like that <laughs> is a that's a gift. Well, just do you know what? That's that, just not fair. It's a gift that only a few artists are afforded. Yeah. Like the, only a few artists are able to disappear and come back and it be a. I feel and, like if you get and, and the... put and put a marketing campaign together that is gonna make people care. If you can get through the rat race, yeah, stage of your career where you're just releasing to release to remain relevant, yeah. And in a, in a sea full of artists that are all releasing to remain relevant and become and get that like legendary status, then I think yeah. that's the best thing to do, man. Fall back, come back every three years. Just know that's that it's I a like, it's man. a young man's game, isn't it? Yeah, it is, isn't it? Mm. And do you know with Kane, that's why. So I... when you have to come as an adult, like you can't come as trying to fit in you with the young kids. You've got to be the older now, isn't it? So and come Kano. in and and, and 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 leave a message behind them and cut for a bit. Go do some acting. Go. Top Boy is going to be so sick. I know. Well, this <laughs> is why, the, do you know what? Sorry to cut, cut you before we go to Top Boy. The reason why I was upset about the Kano situation as well is because the younger generation, I just don't think you, I just don't think you get it. Like mm. I saw, um, me and Whiteley were talking about this today. I saw, I think it was Zoo tweeted, I wish Getz and Kano would help the younger generation. And to some of the people then off the back of it, I saw someone say, Kano is not good. 
Now, it's, this is what's mad to me in this country, and I just hope it, it's not something that's widespread. People need to respect what people like Kano and gets done. Mm. I understand where Zoo's coming from. Yes, in the ideal world, you being Zoo or any young MC, to have Kano and gets help you, mm. that is the world of confidence, fam. Like, that is a mad thing. That's like mm. Ian Wright sitting in my living room, bro. It's just like, mm. wow, this is crazy. Mm. But in the same breath, if it doesn't happen, I'm still very thankful what Kano and Getz have done. Yeah. They've allowed me to even be able to come here and spray bars. Word. So if they don't want to come and stand beside me, thank you for all the work you've done so far. I don't like the negative energy sometimes given to the predecessors, you know, the, you know, the people that were here yeah. killing it before. Because without them having to do Axe FM, um, Heat FM, fucking every single bloody pirate radio station that was back in the day, there is no scene right now. Yeah. So when I see the younger generation talk about people like Kano like that, I'm just like, you lot don't get it. Yeah. My man was spitting bars before anyone even knew people but could spit bars like that. you every generation's going to do that. Your generation weren't necessarily looking no, at the it's pioneers not about, of pirate radio you don't have to you love it. Through. You don't have to love it because I didn't like love everything that happened before me, but I had an appreciation for it for it being there mm. and that's all I want to yeah, make I sure comes across like the appreciate you don't have to love the new Kano if you're a 19 year old boy and you're listening to an older Kano you're probably not going to gravitate towards him he's not talking about anything really and truly that you can relate to but there still must be an appreciation for what he does you know what I'm coming Definitely. from Do you know what I think if as they well? stop and take the time to even understand it, like they're not they that's the past bro it actually means nothing to them no I'm fully aware of that uh, but you yeah. can still appreciate you say that the but then that kind of it's then almost contradicts a little bit of what he's saying then. Because what if he's, he's saying, saying, oh, if, for example, he's saying, oh, I wish that, like, they would help me or whatever, then clearly they care. Was Zoo Look, saying help him or help who? I think he was saying help in general. I think, I can't remember, oh. I don't, I don't want to say it down to the team, but I think he was talking about... what he meant, he meant by that. I think that, he yeah. meant personal. I think he meant personally, well, that, it would be nice for them to come and help Because that, that was going to lead to my next point, yeah? I don't know whether this has happened or it hasn't happened or whatever, yeah? But I feel like, and I can't speak for everyone. This is my observation. Yeah. I don't feel like everyone feels like that these lots should help them. So the people that do yeah. feel like that, yeah. like, ask. I, I, I couldn't imagine. I'm not saying, maybe he has or maybe he hasn't. He may have but I couldn't, he may have done. But I don't know. So I'm just making my own assumption. I'm just taking yeah. a guess here. Yeah? I couldn't imagine that like at this stage in Gets Life right now, uh, an, another artist who is super sick, by the way, <laughs> super sick, says to him, you know what, yeah, I, I I just need a tiny bit of mentoring. I just need a, you know what I mean? Whatever it may be. I can't mm. imagine a man like Gex saying, Neither can I. That. I can imagine Gex saying, having a conversation, honest conversation. I can imagine him you. saying, you know what, you're cold. Yeah, so, let's talk. Bro, when Gex rates you, yeah, I'm telling you, fam, he just tells you, like, he's just so honest. Gets is so honest and so upfront and so real about a situation. Like, I can understand why people would want his energy because his energy is, is yeah, just yeah. lit, bruv. Like, so I get it. But well, I think we as ask, people bro. anyway, yeah? We as people sometimes are very prideful. So we won't want to ask for any type. We may say it. We might pull it on social media. We might say it in and amongst our friends and stuff like that, yeah. But when it comes down to going to a man and saying to him, do you know what, yeah? I need a little something. Not financially, just a little bit of point, like just show me how to manoeuvre in a room full of vultures. vultures. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? Like help me a little bit. I mean, help me understand stuff. We don't really want to do it, really. It's a bit prideful, but you know what? You just do it. No, you You'd have be to do it because You'd be you surprised. got to understand, like, you see Kane or Getz or whoever, us, whoever it is watching 
someone else's career. We're only watching the highlights that you're putting up. Definitely. So I'm not necessarily seeing the struggle behind that. So I, I, I feel like a lot of people, I, I kind of get, sometimes I'm like, oh, why ain't, this is my friend, why ain't he helping me out with this and that? But it's like, I'm not asking. And from the outside world, I understand that it might look like I'm in a great position and I'm doing well. Mm. Do you get it? Yeah. I'm just not expressing to them that I'm not. I need help. You get so. You know what? That's so sorry. true. Yeah, I'm sorry to get, that's the, and that's so so true. I know a lot of people, even some people that are close to me, who will not ask me anything, but will expect me to just know yeah. that they need help. And but I have you to sit down own, with you. You got your own issues. Because I've got, got my own, own problems, things, though. Everyone's got their own problems. Me have bills for pay. Me have kids. I've got so much things going on. Yeah. I don't even know why anyone thinks for one second of the day of my day that, that I'm just going to just suddenly think yeah. of you. Like, bro, that is just some And that, that goes to what I'm thing. saying in, anyway, yeah, because you've got a lot going on in your life. But me, as how I know you, yeah. I know you as a person as if a man comes to you and says to you, or ask you, you know, I need a bit of pointers in whatever it may be. You're gonna give it if I can. If I can and help. If I you can, can exactly. Yeah, but, but it's not like remember the helping doesn't necessarily have to come as a form of oh here's this number ring this person or you know I'm gonna put you in contact with. It could just be little things like have you thought about this or have you thought about that or this is what I did. Even though this is what I did, it's my blueprint. It doesn't mean it's gonna work, it's for, work everyone. for everyone. Yeah. I'm just letting you know this is just how I did it or whatever. I'll tell you that. That's not a problem. Mm. I think, and then you have certain personalities who will just go out and just help or just, you know what I mean? They might just, it seems as though gigs has that, been that type of person for certain artists. Like uh, there's so many times I've heard a man come out and say, or a youth come out and say, yeah, I spoke to him on the phone about whatever it may be. And he doesn't really talk about it that too much. Mm. He's, he's hinted at it a couple of times. Yeah, like I've rang a man and or you and had a conversation with him or whatever. But not everyone is just like that. Mm. So if you feel that it's something that you want, then ask for it. Mm. But again, I'm not saying a man ain't asked for it. I'm just saying that like if that if it's gonna put be put out there like that, I don't think that some of these guys are not as approachable as it may seem. Like I do think that you can ask for man. Whether they're gonna do it or not, I don't know, innit? But like so let's change Some the course of, of the conversation because it's just funny. The people that have that mentality, though, I do find it very humorous sometimes because, Chucky, this is the truth. When I was coming up and I'd done the whole Channel U thing, yeah? Yeah. Do you know how much people I wanted to ask for help? Do you know how much people I wanted to... But you know when I looked at everything? I thought, none of us really know what the fuck we're doing. We're all winging it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So me asking you, you're still figuring out as well. So mm. I decided, oh, instead of all of that energy of me thinking everyone knows what's going on, I said, I might as well try and create my own path. Yeah. There's no point in me asking you a bag of you what to do with my life. It's actually my life. So let me try and work this out. Because if I work it out myself, mm. then I have the information. Yeah. And I think some people, them try easy ride, dog. They want to just get answers from people and just build up their thing without having to try and go through some dirt. But Of course. And it's, people have to understand as well, yeah? This is not in relation to Zoo, by the way. I'm just saying No, it's nothing to do with Zoo now. But like, but like... Like, the way that people the way that like it worked for someone it may mm. not work for you like yeah. that more than likely it's not going to more, exactly. yeah. everyone that I know that has blown to a certain level has done it a completely unique way Wait, yeah. Yeah. there's no one journey that I know of that is exactly the same no nope 
No. Nope. And that's the best thing about the whole situation. That's what allows you to know you're an individual. The fact that you got your own story, the fact that you got your own unique way of getting there. It's just about applying yourself and you know the things that are holding you back more times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry to swear off in a different conversation. No, no, but no, yeah, no, I just no. found that's it interesting. Still. I found that interesting because like yeah, yeah, yeah. I look at Kano as he's a legend to me. He's just an absolute legend. He can do no wrong. Yeah. He's Kano. Do you understand where I'm coming from? So when somebody who claims they love the genre of grime and I'm not quite sure who it was but I would love to have spoken to that person like yo my bro let me just at least educate you about why Kano is so you can't save them all no no you can't (laughs) save them all but you know what somebody I I don't mind trying to talk to somebody who's willing to have a conversation so I can just show you why Kano is so integral to to our scene he's an important Uh, figure you can't just be sending that narrative fam like that's just not true Um, remember I mentioned before yeah when I was saying that um, about like finding certain things inspirational from artists and stuff like yeah. when they've put themselves in a in a <clears> good <throat> position financially but most more importantly in their mind as well yeah but i remember being a person as well who like tries to study the game a lot and just looking at what people are doing and listening to music or whatnot i remember there was actually a time where i was thinking to myself what's going on with kano because right now it seems like everyone's kind of cutting through right now and doing a thing and you know what I mean? Like, the, the, the bag's out here right now. The scene seems to be when super When are you talking, though? Um, before Made in the Manor, because there was like, a, I'm sure that the, the distance between Made in the Manor and his last project was a big distance. You're going to go back to find out. Anyway, I just remember in my mind, whether I was That's right probably or wrong, the time he's talking about, about his yeah, About time. being low and yeah. stuff like that. So when I hear Kane say things like, him and Bashi go into the dealership and copping the all black, but we didn't leak it because we, we're grown men now. I believe him when he says that. Mm. I believe that him and Bashi went to the dealership and they copped two things and they left and they didn't tweet it. They didn't Instagram it. They didn't do nothing. They just went and did their thing. And do you know how much I love that? I believe him when he says, you know what? I went to, I went to Dubai for lunch, came back by the evening. I love it when he says that. I love that. Because I know that at some point it wasn't really like that. Mm. And it's like, again, I'm listening to a project now where it seems like I'm hearing a guy who is very reflective of the past, but very grateful of the future, but also trying to let some of the young buck know, listen, there's an in for you right now. Do you know what though? Yeah, he's always definitely been heavily influenced by Jay-Z and that's the same like that's the same vibe Jay-Z gives off. Mm. Yeah, is that I'm going to stunt, but I'm going to teach you while I'm stunting on yeah. how you can do it or what we all need to do. Do you, yeah. do you know, actually, just talking about that, yeah, on a, this is on a different ten, uh, tangent, but I even want to hear a bit more stunting from Ed Sheeran, to be honest with you. You want to hear? I want to hear. There's stunting on the album. No, no, I know there is, but I want to <laughs> hear more of it. Man said there's half a certain... Billy on the, on the Divide tour and all that. This is what I'm talking about. Because you know what? Like... Ed Sheeran, I know this, we're going off here, but Ed Sheeran is doing big, like, he did Wembley like five times, you know, in a row. Bro, I was in Atlanta. That that guy sold out a stadium because there was a bag of people walking around with Ed Sheeran masks <laughs> asking shit. me to talk every five seconds because I was English. I just said, Ed Sheeran's actually a global superstar. He's the Glo- biggest artist in the, the world The epitome, right now. the epitome of glo- global superstar. Global super- the epitome and of Do you know it. I rate him? Everyone's out here with all of this man jumping on stage and backup dancers and bare things. 
and Ed Sheeran comes on stage with our one, one guitar, guitar and keeps it so funky. Fam, he was doing one guitar and a strobe light for time. <laughs> he keeps it groovy with that. Bro, groovy. my man was doing big arenas with a guitar and one strobe light. Morgan, you're a man who rolls with artists and stuff like that, yeah? Please just put this into context of what goes behind putting on a show. Like, when you when you look at the fact that, like, you know, some might have a band, then you've got the stage production and all the amount of people that are em- employed just to just yeah, put on good. a show and involved with an artist. It's him, his manager, a guitar, his tour manager, maybe a brethren, and a strobe light. A light man. Um, but he's got bare guitars though. Yeah, I know. I've, yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen. But, yeah, but that's no, his worst right. case yeah. scenario. It's, it's like, he has to, like seven he has, guitars. He makes the most on tour and he probably has to spend the least. The least? Listen. It's the best 20% in probably music history from his manager's point of view. He's like what is a better 20%? A guitar. a guitar. That's it. A guitar. He's moving like a yardie. That's why I'm rating his thing right now. <laughs> Adele's me. a good 20% as well. Yeah, that's a, yeah but she's got orchestra. Yeah, that's big bank. She's walking away with bank, but that's big bank. Like that's like every, you know, what I mean, two bills here, five bills there, five, 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 two, five, two, five, all of that stuff. Ed's got his lighting guy. It's different now because obviously he's used stage production and all that type of stuff. But um, but yeah, now sometimes I want to hear how much Ed, I want to hear how much Eddie's mattress costs. I want to hear him say that it costs more than your. I want to hear him talk about his greenhouse is bigger than your. I want to hear some though, of that. My, I heard Donnie just lives in the same little village. No, I, I think he's got a big yard. So yeah. funky. No, I think he's got yeah, a big no, yard. Got a big and the watch is his yeah. watch what looks is dim, but it's about two. No, no, no. His watch collection <laughs> is mad. Yeah, yeah, silly. Yeah. He probably walks around with a dim watch, but like it looks dim, but it's about four mil. Yeah, million percent. Yeah, and it's a one away. No, I'm not. But the thing is, so you misunderstood what I'm saying. I'm not saying he doesn't have a big house, but you know when a man lives a normal lifestyle, you're just not going to hear that type of stuff, my brother. Yeah. I'm not saying that, but yeah, I heard no, he's, I there's a, like, like he like he yeah. still goes to the pub. He's well, like if I had Ed Sheeran money, you would hear that stuff because I'm not <laughs> out here. No, I'm not kind to the. I'm, I'm yeah. Yeah, man, I'm not gonna hear. Oh, poets change. I would tell you, damn right, big man. Yeah, I'm right. What? I'm out here with what? How much of my wrist done? It's gone. We're getting funky now. We're getting groovy. Ending on this Kano thing, though, quickly, yeah. Um. He's got a song called Bang Your Doors to this, yeah, which is obviously about his brethren in jail and man them in jail and all of that. And it's like, usually you're going to hear like a mad like tune with just bare testosterone and all of that, yeah. But this is just a skanking thing. Do you ever remember um, Nobody Don't Dance No More? Yeah. And you know there's a house version to that. It's lit. So it's like, it's not as the tempo's a lot slower, but it's like, I listened to that song and I went straight straight away I listened to Nobody Don't Dance No More and it had that same type of vibe to it a little bit and that which I thought was super cold as well could have done with a couple more songs though 10 is nice but I could have done with an extra two I probably could have done with uh, Chucky's always greedy man sorry fam I could have done with uh, um, especially because there's elements of it that is directed at the youths and just kind of like talking to them a little bit might have been nice to maybe hear a young Dave on there. Maybe I might be biased on that, but I just think that like a Dave and and um, Kano song on on a particular album like this would have been perfect. 
Definitely. But the way you're talking about this Kano album, this is the way it was meant to be. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. Cool. because the way you're speaking about it being cohesive and I haven't listened to it properly yet but the way you're speaking about it is a piece of art it's not like when a pop artist makes an album they just throw and find loads of songs that can get loads of money off individually yeah. which is probably seasonal and all this other bollocks yeah. this sounds like Kano went away went to the mine said I'm going to make a body of work and come back and deliver it and which he's always going to do now I think. so if that's what he's doing man just got to appreciate this and of wait course I'm, a, I'm in I'm pissed I'm, go, I'm not going to the um He's doing a show in a Royal Albert Hall, isn't it? I'm well, going to be in Jamaica. Is it? Yeah, I'm going to Jamaica. So. I'll film it for you. Nah, I'm not going to watch it because I don't want to. <laughs> no, I'm going to film it for you anyway, against your will, and send it to you. So I'm you. not going to watch it. I will oh, not look to. it. I won't look You'll it. You'll have it in your phone. I won't look. I'll wait until hopefully you announce another London date. No, I'm going to tell him not to. Which is not going to be the same probably because everyone's going to come out of that one and that's going to be the super duper lit one and all of that shit. But. You know what? It's cool. I just have to just no, miss I, that. I want to I make sure he... I want to see if I can get you banned from any of his shows. You're mad. You're a sick guy. <laughs> did you go to the Kentish Town show that he did, Morgan? That was like Kentish a couple of years ago. Yeah. Nah. I saw, I saw... The only time I seen Kona perform was in Croatia. Okay. Outlook Festival, like, a few years ago. Nah, it was a while ago. Nah, it was probably like four or five years ago. He's going to start. You know that now... The he performs Boys Love Girls and all of that. It's hard. Yeah. And Ghetto Coyote, all that. Yeah. Serious? Yeah, it's hard. Well, we did an Outlook and that's... I guess it's a dance kind of... It's like... More dance-led festival, in it? But... No, I it. This album here, I proper, proper liked it. I proper enjoyed it, bro. And it's mad because there's a few projects out right now that I'm like super enjoying and it's, it's hard because... Oh, actually, it's not. Because each each album right now that I'm listening to matches a particular vibe that I'm in. So when I'm in that <coughs> vibe, I can go to that particular album right now. And I have stages where I'm bored or where there's nothing out. So there's a particular vibe that I'm in, but I don't have a body of work to match that vibe right now. So what am I listening to now? It's funny you even say any of this. Yeah, I'm still on last month's stuff. But yeah, oh, and oh, fuck it. Oh, there's so much things to say, man. Even just the fact that Popcorn's on that, that tune as well, that particular tune is... Wait, let me play you something quickly. We'll have to take this part out. Yeah, but... Let me show you something. Look at this. Need somebody, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. I just want to play this quickly, yeah? Need somebody. But the reason why I bring this up is because this here isn't even just about Kano. This is about Popcorn as well. And the reason why I say that is because his life has gone in a completely different direction that maybe he didn't fathom himself. So when he says this... I just believe him and I feel it. I love seeing Popcorn running up and down all over the place, all over the world, just doing his thing because that's another thing with Jamaicans, it wasn't always like that. Jamaicans had it hard, like Jamaican artists had it hard, you know? Like being, ex like people extorting them and taking advantage of them. Like they literally, this was what it was like. In Jamaica, this is maybe not a good example of what I'm gonna use here, but let's just say for example, they had all the cocaine 
and they didn't know that they had it. They just had it because it was they just enjoyed just growing it and all of that. And then you had people that just came from all over the place and was like, oh, is that what you, I'll give you a little change. Take that, bam, go and bring it to a next country and start making big peace from it. And nobody can't see nothing. That was what was happening for them for ages. You'll hear stories about the brown paper bag where um, people will come over like from England or whatever, record, record execs or whatever, will go over and just say to the producer, you know what, I'll tell you what, yeah, let me give you a... Let's just say, for example, I'll give you a grand or 500 pounds or whatever. JA or, no, nah, not JA because that's minor. But let's say 500 pounds, yeah? And let me take that rhythm from you. You're going to take that. You're from the fucking hood. That's a lot of money. You trans, you, 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 you take, um, turn that into Jamaican money and you're nice. But guess what? My man takes, got that. Now he owns the rights of this. So, boom, he's paid you five bills from it. But he's making 20, 30 grand from that. And, and you're not going to see nothing from it. You know it. the harsh reality is? That's still happening right of now. Of course. Especially in the UK. Obviously, some of the change that you're taking for your stuff is a little bit nicer, so you can start. But essentially, <coughs> bro, a man told, that's still happening now. Everywhere, everywhere. Of everyone's course. getting bumps. But this is bumps. the thing, yeah. Someone even told me just recently yeah, from accredible sources that because of so, so much of that, some of it was happening in the past and that. There's like a big bunch of music, yeah, that is being streamed and like loads of people are just not even making money from it because like they signed over their thing or they don't even really know how this streaming stuff and that works so now and then also the other things of like being banned from the countries and stuff like that so you even can't come just in even like the djs in jamaica a lot of the tunes used to come out the djs were distributing the tunes yeah, yeah so yeah. when streamings come along they've learned how to distribute the tunes yeah. through streaming and they're paying artists the same as the the the, the majors like they're just giving them a piece to jump on the tune and then they're putting out the tune so the artist is when the artist is finding out yeah oh you make four grand per million on spotify and they're looking at 20 million streams they're thinking right wow, exactly so the dj so that's all gonna have that's all changing do you get me and the thing is as well this that's why it's sad, like man. the artists from here like some of the artists from here and then like how it was in jamaica and that is very synonymous it's like in how in how some of them were treated, but also just having a gold mine and then not being able to benefit from it until later on. Like I was in Carnival just recently, I see Cranium again, and he was with Agent Sasko Assassin, who's one of my favorite artists. This is so minor, but I see Assassin with a Rolex on. That makes me happy <laughs> because I know that that wasn't, it wasn't like that before. It wasn't like that, but now he can go around and flex and do his thing and whatnot and like, I was with one of my brethrens that I was with at Carnival, funny enough, yeah. He didn't, he doesn't understand that. So like, and he don't understand who Assassin is and all of that. One of my other brethrens was, <laughs> he, di he did, because he's a dancehall guy. But there was one particular person who was with us who didn't really understand. He's like, why are we walking with them? Like, let's just go off and do our thing or whatnot. But what I'm trying to explain to him is, is that like, me walking through Carnival of Assassin, yeah, is like you walking through Carnival or whatever with little baby or when are these other little these guys or whatever that you proper look up to. This man I've been listening to for years mm. and I'm walking through Carnival with my man casually. This is a and he's wearing a roly. I'm loving it. Do you know what? I wish I had that mentality still. Because it doesn't matter if I've been listening to you before I even knew I had ears. If I don't want to walk with you, oh, no, I'm just, I don't care about any of that, man. Nah, but I wanted to because like... You have to, he's from Jamaica. We got to show them on the ends. 100%. In Jamaica. And, and I, I've, I've always said like, for me personally, I've mm. always been way more starstruck or 
felt something more in my stomach when I've seen a Jamaican mark. When they're from oh, home. It's over. When they're but, from, from home. home. Then I have an American. When I first saw Budgie Banton in Carnival as well, bruv, I damn near but fucking fainted. Though. That's different though. Huh? That's different. I couldn't believe no, it. Budgie's a different thing. I see my man walking <laughs> through with the uh, motorbike. I'll never forget it. Walking all black, had the motorbike outfit on with the helmet and he was just walking through the crowd i couldn't believe it i would follow him in real life not on twitter when i first saw sizzler i almost died dread seriously but this is different now you're mentioning legends that that i care about but like <laughs> any, but, are there yeah. americans that you felt like that about though no nah, I, I met None. diddy i went to diddy's hotel room years ago um it's a long story still but it was like my mentor is really good friends with uh his manager at the time i don't know if he still manages him but like, I remember her saying to me one day, oh, like Diddy's down. Um, can you just go to pick up something or the other or whatnot? So I was like, all right, cool. So I've gone there now, gone in, the, uh, met some guy. I met the manager. Then the manager was like, oh, you know what? You might as well just come up, whatever. And then I've just seen like Diddy just getting ready and shit, jewelry on and whatnot. And like, obviously it was kind of sick because it was like, oh, Still I'm going to tell my brethren and that. Yeah, like Slim. man was with fucking Diddy and that. But it was not the same when I saw Boju. It just wasn't even, it wasn't even nearly the same. It's the equivalent of me seeing like, for example, someone from another end doing really, really well. I feel really excited. But if I see someone from my hood where I've grown up doing really, really well, bro, it's like I can relate to their struggle. I'm like, cuz, yes, I remember going farm to kickball. I remember running because it was dangerous. I really remember this hood. You've yeah. done so well. Do you know what I mean? Well, I've seen enough of them. And obviously now I still continue to see a lot of them. We do, it Like, with mm. work and things that we do and people that we're associated with and stuff like that. And it's not to take away from it because it's still nice sometimes. You're like, oh, rah, like, I check for my man still or I see him a lot or, like, I listen to his music or this particular project meant a lot to me or whatnot. But it's just different. It's just different. Bro. For now, me, it's just know, different. No, I'm with you because now for me... I'm very, very attracted and very, very likened by people's stories. That allows me to go, yo, I'm going to listen to your music or I'm going to... For the simple fact that there's so many musicians, there's so many footballers, there's so many of everything, I am now I need to find something that unique about you which separates you from the pack, which isn't something that I can see day to day. Mm. I don't care if you've got a great voice or this or that. It's like, where have you come from? Rod, that's your struggle. That's your... That's yeah. a mad thing. Yeah. And you've managed to achieve this. Yeah. No, because you're lit. And yeah. that's what I gravitate that's towards what it is. now. This is what me and Eddie were saying about Bashi earlier today. It was like, man's really, like, seen the come up. Like, coming mm. from, like, I went to Queen's Park. So that's like, he lived two streets away from Queen's Park School. Mm. So, like, man remember when he was driving buses and, like, you've really seen the whole oh, journey. Yeah. So it's going to feel different, innit? Yeah. Do you get it? Like with Americans, it's like we kind of that's what they do, isn't it? That's what yeah. they've been doing. But since even, the that 80s. Different, like even that they different, even that different. They come up, they get their Rolex, their chain. Yeah. MC were lit. Yeah, do you get it? Were. Like we, that's in America. If you don't get all that, it's like oh, we don't know. Any but different. even yeah. that, even then, that different is. I mean, because with the Bashi example is that I get that, but I saw him a lot, and it's sick that he's doing what he's doing. I've, I've just spoken about it now, but I think. I'm talking about that feeling you get, like when you see us, when you see a star. star. Yeah. Do you get me? It's like with Bashi, it's different because obviously he's from the ends and all of that type of thing, and he's managed to get to where he's I felt to, like that. And it's amazing. Honest, huh? The first time I felt like that in recent years, yeah, was like gigs when I used to shoot music videos for oh, SPTV, yeah. and the first time I've ever bucked gigs in his estate in Peckham or in an estate in Peckham to shoot his video, 
that was the first time I was like, raw, like, like man really just was listening to this brother. Like, yeah, like yeah. that's like, I was a fan. And then I'm shooting a video for him now. Kano mm. was the same, actually. Yeah, I hear that. That's mad. Um, Do you know what? That's why I hated when I started meeting people and doing interviews and all of that. That's when I realised, I don't think I want to interview anyone anymore. <laughs> it's just, I, I'd rather just listen to your music and always be a fan. Because mm. the moment we have a five to ten minute conversation. Disappointment sometimes. Because some, more time I want to talk to the toilet. Have you spoken to the toilet, Callum? No. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I don't want to like even, bro. That's why I don't, first I don't want to talk with everyone. I say that all the time, but mm. like, it's always better when it's someone I want to speak to, but they want to speak to me too. And if they don't want to speak to me, then that's fine. I'd just rather not have the conversation at no, all because I don't want to. I don't want to. It's then it's dead. Then it's just dead. But anyway, um, Western dropped today. I only listen uh, not today um, on the thing. Um, I only listened to it. I listened to it once over, yeah. But scrap that because I was saying before that, like, I always go and I listen to their catalog of music, yeah, and how much of a fucking vibes it is. Mm. But then, and then there's like that conversation that people bring up sometimes, like, are they getting? Are they like? Are people understanding this? Understanding what? The, like the full vibe that they are actually bringing like do they get do they get the credit that they deserve for it I think they it depends how you look at it it's all about perspective like maybe they're not getting their flowers as much as a lot of UK artists right now from the UK yeah but you gotta kind of delve a bit deeper Western like their thing really is global yeah so like where you might be getting the exact same streams as a UK artist who is charting top 20, are the Westerns are spread across the globe, innit? Mm. Everywhere from mm. Australia to LA, mm. like, and everywhere in between. They just came back from Uganda. Like, we're going to Zambia. Mm. They just come back from Guadeloupe. Like, mm. these are places where they're headlining festivals yeah. that no other UK artist is going to. And they know them. When I was in Jamaica, they know by the way, that Guadeloupe is lit. When like I was in Sweden. Jamaica, by the way, Texan like, was beating when I was out there, boy. Beating. Yeah, I don't think people actually understand how big Texan is in the Caribbean. Beating. Like, like, I'm not even joking. Like, one of, like, Alkaline's biggest songs out there. Yeah, bro. Beating. Like, not not just, like... And they ain't got Spotify. So you're, so you're not getting... You're not seeing numbers. You're not seeing no. certain statistics. Because yeah. they ain't got Spotify in Jamaica. No. In the Caribbean. Do you get so you're not even seeing stuff because it's p it costs peas to fucking get data and that over there by the way. No, no they, a lot of it's YouTube. They have yeah. the record shops, not that they'll have the big I think their biggest streaming thing is Deezer in Jamaica. I don't think they, I'm not sure if they've got Apple Music, I'll be honest. They ain't got no Apple store. But do you know what that like, is mad because like no I, Tesco's is mad. I was seeing a lot of people from Toronto like hitting up the socials with Western, yeah? Yeah. And then I'm looking on Spotify and thinking it's not really beating in Toronto. But I'm getting, I'm hearing this, like people are saying Western are lit in Toronto. And then now you can see the Apple Music statistics yeah. and I'm seeing New York and Toronto as like top five cities in the world for Western. Yeah. Like it's like London, New York, Birmingham, yeah, Toronto. Yeah. Cold. yeah, but Western. Do you get it? So it's kind of like, it's, it's, it's like everything's spread out. It's their sound as well. Yeah, sound is magic. Sound, the sound is so the sound is so big and wide, yeah. But it's a like with that sound as well. It's so vibey where it's like 
Gallum are brocking out. It's that whole vibe. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, you just play it and Gallum are brocking out. It fits in and amongst. It fits in and amongst so many different types of sets. Do you know what I mean? And it's, it makes a lot of sense that even in like places like the Caribbean, but also Africa as well, that is that they beat so much. But what is mad as well is what you said about like literally the perception point of view. So like sometimes some people will feel like, you know, over here, maybe, yeah, people know people know Western and they know their songs and stuff like that, but maybe they ne- ain't talked about in the same way that every, like some, a certain section of people are talked about. Mm-hmm. I told but you again. This is, a, but this is a good example, yeah. There's like, I'm not gonna say names, yeah. But there was a rap, like, there's an artist that is getting less streams than them, yeah? But it's concentrated 85% in the UK and they're charting. Western aren't charting like that, but they're getting more streams than them. Oh, right. Because it's it's like, it's almost watered across the whole world. It's watered down across the whole world. It's not concentrated yeah. in the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even in years where... Two, like 2017 where it was a bit of a weird year for Western. They didn't really release no music. It was a bit weird the, how the audience was taking them in. This was before texting. We still had shows in Sweden. We still had a tour in Australia. Yeah. Do you get it? So there's, we're still out here functioning and moving. Yeah. And it feels like we're not lit in our city. Yeah. It's mad that you say that because I was thinking about this before as well, yeah? Of course, you've got certain artists that are like massive just in England, isn't it? Like got, every, oh, it's like, like literally massive in their city. You leave London, it's not nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like everything, all of their fans, everything that is, is coming from one particular place, which is cool. Obviously, they get to do shows and stuff like that or whatnot. But outside of it, there's nothing really happening. Mm. So you won't, you might see, a, you might see an announcement for a, a UK wide tour, but you may not see Europe, or you might see Europe, but you're not gonna see that show coming from New York or. Jamaica or Africa or anything like that. It's just literally within that space. Mm. Or so when they're doing the, they're doing the tours outside, they're doing like two hundred and fifty capacity rooms, which I'm not dimming out. That's sick. Like if you can go to Amsterdam and, and sell two hundred and fifty tickets, sick. that's lit. That's I'm amazing. Mm. But it's not. It, it, it's a perception thing, isn't it? Yeah. So. Yeah, bro. I don't know, man. You know, how I rate them, man. Anyway, I feel like you know, in terms of in terms of spitters Louis needs Louis. to come up in conversation a lot more I'll tell you that he is sure. though he's getting more I've noticed that recently he's getting taken yeah. in still and I feel like on his project bro, he really shines yeah still. do you know what though I'm on the microphone bro I was, and I've seen him in the studio actually working and that and putting something together and that as well and like yeah bro he's bad bro Louis cold you know I'm trying to work this all out in my head though so it makes sense it's really confusing this What's whole confusing situation. You tell me. Ask Just me. loads of things. Very confusing. But how long have Western been been around? Four years. So now it answers everything. So but, now I'm and saying that like a lot of people cool. have come come and gone in four years. Which yeah. One? Like the fact that they're still relevant and arguably have more eyes on them now than they ever have four years from when they started. A lot of artists have come up and vanished in that yeah, four years. But one of the reasons why conversations like this would come up is obviously because when they came, when they first came, they came with the massive bang. And that, what they've been able to do is what a lot of artists are not able to do. We've been able to come, have a do the big bang moment and then still stay. Because after that, usually, remember they, they did have that period where it was like, just before texting, 
where it was like they were trying to figure it out a little mm. bit. Do you get me? And a lot of artists don't get to have that period. They don't. They just don't find that song. And what you don't know is, or what they didn't know at the time is, throughout that whole period, there's this case hanging over everyone. There's like, obviously, a kill goes oh, yeah, away. Everyone finds out there's a case three days after he goes to jail. But he was on that case for two years. Yeah, I remember. So that. like, there was like mad stuff going on. There was like one we had a massive pop hit, and like. So where do you go from that? Do you continue to try and get massive pop hits or do you... Like do what you most really people back? try to do. Yeah, so there's that, there's that, there's there's pressure from the label, there's us being fresh, not knowing what, like we, like I was a cameraman, do you get it? Like no one had been signed to a record label before, so we're working it out as we go as well. So there's all these contributing factors, then he catches the case. That's got, that's oh, going by on the for way, the whole just for time. people who don't know, Morgan manages Western shit. I know it's a bit oh, weird, yeah. but I was into this, but yeah, still gone. Yeah, so it. there's just so much going on that that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you never know what's going on in people's lives. So there's a year where they don't Wait. release nothing and it's not lit for them. Do you manage them by yourself? Yeah. I didn't always, I do yeah. now though. How long have you been doing that for? Um, officially from January, contractually since January, yeah. It feels better now, does it? Because now it's just of like, course. Yeah. I just feel like everything is where it's meant to be for Western right now. It all makes sense. Yeah. I, that's how I feel. I don't but think they're you're gonna from the outside perspective. I understand yeah. the underrated stuff. Like if you type Western into Twitter, you see a lot of people are oh, there slept on. They're underrated. But, yeah, but they're, they're not, just, I, but they're just they're not, not doing what you, what, exactly. what everyone's doing to be rated. They're doing something else over here. But the thing is, not everyone has to do different. that though. That's, that's the what I think people have to understand too. Not everyone has to do that, you know. Not everyone has to be fucking the big massive thing all the way up here, and it's that straight away forever and ever. Amen. This is the music game. This is the music game. How loads of my favorite artists. In fact. The majority of my favorite art acts are not like that, mm. but they all sustain so a do, nice career. Me? They all sustain a nice career. They all tour very well. Mm. They all have a nice core fan base. Um, you know, a lot of them as well are, 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 are artists that have like that make music that is not necessarily about the time or the wave, but it's just what they do. Do you get me? Like, there's certain artists that just make music just for the wave. So, so let me have... just so it makes sense. They've been around for four years. Mm. Yeah. When they first made that song, they weren't even together. Yeah, no, the song mm. came out as like three solo artists. And then they worked together as a group. And then we, and they've we... only had management with you for under a year. No, I've been but managing they've had man- for He's been managing years. for time, But yeah. officially, contractually. No, 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 no. I've been managing for four years, but I was co-managing for but three I'm saying years. contractually, by yourself, mm. yeah. legally, you've been managing them under a year. Yeah. Legally, but by yeah, yourself, by myself, yeah, yeah. But you, so, he, I, no, but hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. Yeah. Western are doing better than they should be doing, in my eyes. You've got a, a court case over your head. A man disappears halfway through your success. I didn't really like the the second or the third single fall that was going pop. Then man, I've got a song called Ben Over, a Yardy classic, and then man, I'm wearing puffer jackets. That don't even make sense, but it works. I don't even know what that means, bro. Fam, that man, in the video of Ben Over, I'm seeing skits wearing a puffer jacket. You're talking about a song that usually you need to see exactly where you need to listen to this song. Then man, are in the blocks, fam, and the video works. Personally, Western are actually doing much better 
You put you put any other artist or group in these circumstances, I would love to see how they would survive. But Western, a lot of people counted them out. They they Western after, are See, it was much later than I expected. It was already it was already in a weird place before Akel went. Texting came out and it felt like, oh my god, they got they got one now. Oh mm. shit, it's about to be lit for Western. And then literally a week later, Bad boy the audio message. coming out, he goes to jail. The video wasn't even out yet. We just shot the video in Jamaica. He come back, he went to jail. I remember. Yeah. I remember. I remember and we had that. the footage. The video wouldn't have even come out. We had the footage, so we edited it and put it out. Because at that time, the label Bad didn't want to put this, out any music way. without having made a statement. Listen, honestly, I'll be so real with you, yeah? I am living in a world by myself in my house and I just listen to something and if I like it, there's not really this overthought process. Cuz I went into my phone now, I've actually bought more Western music than any other artist on my phone. Bro, just, like I, you no, can no, never go- Can I say, by the way, Rex bodies this. Yeah, bodied it. Watch him, watch him, watch, watch Rex. Camille bodied it. They all bodied it still. Do you know what? I, I'm gonna have to disagree on that. You know? Camille didn't body it. Do you know what, yeah, I love her. Mm. I love her. I think she's good. I think she's more than good. I would have probably put her at the end of the song if if I if I like if it was me because I just didn't feel like I don't know. It just she didn't body it for me. Mm. She just didn't body that for me. But watch Rex now. I'll cut it out. Oh. Watch him now. Western are so good, man. Hey. They're so so good, and you know what? I think even people like me are responsible for people having that sort of like stigma of them being underrated. Because the only people that should call them underrated are people that have limited information. I've realised that as consumers, <laughs> yeah, some of us are just really fickle. I used to be very fickle, yeah. so we'd look at music you know and we kind of well? think, once that everyone's at the same entry point, yeah. like they're musicians in it, like ignorantly the same way you look at footballers and because they've got eighty-seven shooting, they need to have eighty-seven shooting everywhere. It doesn't matter if they're. I've taken away all the circumstances from Western, like mm. most people have. But when you put the circumstances that Western have been they're not through supposed to be in here. their first four years, their first fucking four years of being a group when they weren't even meant to be a group. For them to be where they are right now, mm. they are fucking lit. People mm. need to stop this underrated shit. They need to stop everything and just say, these men are actually litter than we mm. actually anticipate because you give any other artist mm. their first four years in the game, first four years under the circumstances Western have been through, they're no longer here. Mm. They, they've lasted a year and a half, two years max. Mm. And these men are still here churning out hits. Yeah. Fucking lit. Can Western I say this as well? Yeah. They're Obviously, lit. this is for them. Fucking and this is lit. for like a lot of artists as well that are in a certain type of lane. Go on, And this is from a selfish point of view and from a DJ point of view as well. Yeah. You see, yeah. See, if you're gonna make give me a dub plate, see if you're gonna make me a dub plate. You have to talk to highly. I know what you're gonna say. Make me a dub plate. I know. Yeah. I okay? tell him. Otherwise, otherwise, to me, it's just like it's just a little name drop in the beginning. It's not. It's that that, that doesn't make. I'm me glad play. you I'm said. Play, do you know what? Do you know I'm what? just gonna play this, the original. But if you're gonna make me a if you're gonna do a dub plate, make me a dub plate. I'm glad Remember, you said that. You still, even though things are changing, even though things are changing, you still have DJs like me who understand this thing. 
Do you get what I'm saying? So you can charge for them because people charge for their dub plates. Do you understand what I'm saying? But And I don't even mind paying for one. I don't mind. If if I'm going to get a proper thing, I'll ring you or whoever it is and I'll say, you know what, yeah, I beg you make me a dub plate of this. I may never... Do you know how much dub plates i got in my thing here? But I don't really play them, but I just mm. have them because, like... It's for me. It's, it's, it's for a me. moment and it's in like, history, it's, isn't it? Yeah, in this part, it's history and it's like... Maybe it's a cultural thing in that as well, but, like... Yeah, if you're gonna make if you're gonna do the dub plate stuff, you gotta make me a dub plate. You see what I'm saying? Like make me a dub plate. So yeah, tell them tell them that. You just or told them, man, you just told them. I'm yeah, glad I'm, I'm, I appreciate it. Shout out to Silo. Do you know who makes the sickest dub plates? Dappy Ranks. The Nao. Oh yeah, he does. The Nao's dub plates are the littest. One second. Style of work one. I got loads of them in there. I got some that I can kill a sound with. I got some that I can just, you know what I mean, play for the gallum and stuff did you like ever that. Get, um, but you got to give me a dub play. Do you understand did what I'm you, saying? Did Afro B ever do one for Money and Power? Or was it was it Money and Power? No. That's the best dub play I've ever got. Really, yeah? sick. Just the way he's incorporated my name into it, it just made me Man. play it for six months longer than I would have played it on yeah, radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always been surprised actually as well why certain Afro B artists don't do, because I'm just like a WizKid dub play. Like WizKid on dub. For certain tunes, Afro be on dub for certain Malik Berry. Certain, oh my god, maybe this is new. I'm start putting two, you know, that's a whole other conversation, yeah. Of course, yeah, it is. We'll bring in a sound man for that. Maybe David Rodigan can come here one day, anyway. You man have got flights to catch, it's kind of late now. (laughs) Sorry to keep you up and that. Thanks for listening, everyone. And where are you going, by the way? Me, yeah, or you know, is this? I gotta to go to Paris for a meeting, and then I gotta go to New York for another meeting. See what I'm saying? I gotta go Paris. Did you didn't you didn't say? I gotta go Paris for a meeting, and I gotta go New York for another meeting. This but is what I'm talking about. In the time I'm away, um, San Junipero, the new Vivid mixtape. I hope you enjoy it. Oh yes, yeah. of course. What well, should we review that? It's up to you. I don't mind. But we have to do it when you're not here. No, yeah, you do. There's no rules. Whatever you want to no do, <laughs> you can say it's shit. Callum's away. Festival. What did you didn't say what you thought of the West Western mixtape? I thought it was good still. There was one, uh, well, I mean, there was one song that I didn't like, um, which was the second to last song. What was that? Oh, the um, Gangland. I think it was that. But other than that, yeah, vibe. But I'm going to, that's a project as well that I'm going to listen to when I'm driving around or whatnot. But um, I had to listen to it straight away because it's youths that I really like and check for. And I wanted to just make sure that there was a level of, um, they were sustaining a, a level of quality and that it wasn't going to dip and it didn't. So, yeah, man, big up to them still. Yeah, it was Gangland. I didn't really like that song, but yeah. What I like about Western, even when I listened to their last program, the last project, you, you could have that for a year. Yeah, definitely. Very comfortably and not really complain. You're going to complain because you're just naturally greedy, but you're going to have that for a solid year and feel comfortable to batter it. Definitely. Also, it was cohesive as well because I remember listening to My Way and then it goes straight into Medusa and that sounded like... Listen, you could just hear the two tunes together. But, um, yeah, man, bless up anyway. We're out of here, man, until fucking... You know what I mean? Let me ask Shit, sorry.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 